Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened on Friday when we fucked up and said we'd be back the next day with the next chapter? (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, what I remember is that God essentially renamed Israel. Like uh, we had a, uh, let's see, what was Beulah and Hephzibah. Hephzibah. He didn't rename Israel the people. He renamed the land. Right, 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 right. That's important because Israel is Jacob. Right. The okay. people. He renamed the land. Mm-hmm. And and he was like married to it. Yeah. He's married to it now. He's like, and, you're not desolate no more. Right. And it's and this time he really means that he promises the things that he's promising. I totally promise. He totally promises this time. He, he totally means it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's nothing I can say that, that would, I mean, I the, the one thing we know, right, is that God is trustworthy, right? I was going to ask, do you believe him? But I think that you just answered that question. All right. Um, So that was Isaiah chapter 62. Sure as fuck was. Which means that today we're getting into. Isaiah chapter 63. All right. Let's do this. Okie dokie. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. 
Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, we are hopping into Isaiah chapter 63. Okay. And I got to tell you, I'm really fucking excited about it because... Um, we're almost done with Isaiah. Oh, I was, uh, for a second there, I was like, you're really, fu- what's going on? What's happening today? But no, we're just near the end. We're near the end. Okay. Because 66 is the last one. It sure is. So I'm just, we're almost there. We we're are. almost done we with Isaiah. almost done with Isaiah. And it's, we feel like, I feel like we've been in this for, a, I mean, we have been in this for a yeah. while. I was looking at like, because I we, we do episode counts for each of our books mm-hmm. and we're up in like the mid eighties now for Isaiah. Jesus. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Because I mean, with like the special, like the Q and A's and stuff like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ugh, I'm just so ready to be done with them. (laughs) All right. Who is this coming from Edom? I I don't know. Who would be? Who is it? From Basra with his garment stained crimson. Sorry, my I looked away too soon, and then my brain filled in crispy instead of crimson. Ah. Okay. No, he's not crispy. His garments are stained crimson. Which would indicate to me blood, maybe? Blood. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of reading, though, and um, the important thing is that coming from Edom, um, the Edomites, if you will recall, yeah. they treated um, the Israelites like shit or sure, whatever. Sure, So this is God coming from the capital city oh, was Basra. Okay. okay, okay He's okay. coming from Basra of Edom, and his garments are stained crimson. So what do you think? They're saying God killed a bunch of the Edomites. God's a murderer. That's right. Well, yeah. 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 In but, who is this robed in splendor, striding forward in the greatness of his strength? It is I proclaiming victory, mighty to save. Okay. okay. So that was an answer. Okay. Here's another question. Yeah. Why are your garments red like those of treading the wine press? Mm, okay. okay. Here's the answer. I have trodden the winepress alone from the nations. No one was with me. I trampled them in my anger and trod them down in my wrath. Wow. Their blood spattered my garments and I stained all my clothing. It was for me the day of motherfucking vengeance. The year for me to redeem had come. Boom. I, I just I, I struggle with his um willingness to kill these nations. Yeah. Because I you feel made like them. Well you yeah, made you them. you made them and also if you were to show them your power, if you were to show them, hey, I'm yeah. God. Yeah. I feel like if you legitimately gave them a good display like gave people them would, the same people would change their minds, you know? Gave them the same, if not more, chance that you gave the Israelites. Right. Like you you made them, then you didn't choose them. Right. Yeah. And then so you you on purpose were like, look at those fucks over there that I made. Yeah. And then you're like, you fucking fucks and killed them. Yeah. Like it's what? Just, it's really dumb. Yeah. So that, yeah, I just don't understand, like I, I don't understand it. No, I don't either. So So God's continuing, I looked, but there was no one to help. I was appalled that no one gave support. So my own arm achieved salvation for me and my own wrath sustained me. I trampled the nations in my anger. In my wrath, I made them drunk and poured their blood on the ground. Wow. 
He's such a murdery guy. Also, yeah, yeah. But if God legitimately, like if this was like a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think there'd be some story outside of the Bible, outside of this specific chapter, where like just lots of fucking people died from nothing all from of a sudden? From getting stomped by and what, then, God's and, giant And then foot? a God, and then a, a, a deity walked out of their camp and... With his with the blood all over them, robes and, all and bloodified. Yeah, I, I think that would make the news. That you know? would be a that good would, story. That, would, that might even make the news for like you know millennia. Like I'm actually picturing like him walking away, like he's walking in his like white robe and sandals, but they're all splattered with blood, and in the background there's just like murder and mayhem. Yeah, you remember like, when we were um, in Genesis and we were talking about how like we wanted the we were trying to figure out how how does God walk. Mm-hmm. Is he like really loud and stompy? Like, do you yeah. hear him coming, or is he just like a human and he's kind of hiding in the the reeds and right, you know, behind the trees and shit? Yeah, you know, yeah. How does he walk? What, does he, he what does it look like? like? Um, he's a smooth criminal, right? Also, he hovered a little bit in that in that chapter too. But in this one, he's just he's, he's just, just walking, strolling. Yeah, I'm out for a bloody stroll. Yeah, what? Okay, I will tell of the kindnesses of the Lord, the deeds for which He is to be praised. According to all the Lord has done for us. This is a new little section. Okay. okay? Yeah. We're, we're so done the, with that. This, la, la, la. this isn't God talking. This no, is apparently this is Isaiah. Isaiah. That was murdered, but he's so kind. Let's yeah. talk about that. <laughs> yes, the many good things he has done for Israel, according to his compassion and many kindnesses. He said, surely they are my people, children who will be true to me. And so he became their savior. Wait, that's not how, that's the wrong order. Yeah. You didn't make them and then be surprised that they were like awesome. You were like, these are my people that I'm making right now that I'm going to keep following and choosing. Right. But then you decided to kill lots of them many times yeah. over and you yeah. got them exiled and banished and enslaved. And then right. you're suddenly main magnanimous and wonderful because you're allowing them to come back and you like them all of a sudden. Right. Okay. But probably not for long because that's just the way yeah. you are. Right. A fickle fuck. Yeah. In all their distress, he too was distressed. Mm, I feel sad for him. That's like the the parent who spanks the child and said, this hurts me more than it hurts you. Yeah. Then, then don't. Then, right. then don't. Yeah. Like, let's not hurt each other. How about that? Sure. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and mercy, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. I don't recall that part. Yeah. I don't recall him lifting them up. I recall him promising that he might eventually. Well, and that's that's mostly what I remember from the Bible is that there's a lot of future promises, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of this is like speaking of things that God is going to do mm-hmm. or will do if and when you fear, grovel in the dirt and obey every law that God puts out there, right? And Bend walk on a straight and path and, and on the high road and all that shit. Right. So, but only then and only then do you get... The things that he's talking about. And even then, maybe. And he, yeah, right. Because then, yeah, he's also said he kills the righteous. So, mm-hmm. and it's it's all part of his, you know. Grand plan right, or whatever. Yeah, like that's all in there. Yet they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned and became their enemy. And he himself fought against them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See? Yeah, yeah. Then his people recalled the days of old. The days of Moses and his people. Where is he who brought them through the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who set his Holy Spirit among them, who sent his glorious arm of power to be at Moses' right hand, 
who divided the waters before them to gain for himself everlasting renown. Who also fucking pummeled them with birds. Who led them through the depths. <laughs> like, oh my God, he did throw birds at them. <laughs> like a horse in open country, they did not stumble. Like cattle that go down to the plain, they were given rest by the spirit of the Lord. This is how you guided your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Okay. I don't know if your name is glorious so much as like, look out for that guy. Hope he's not watching. Well, and that he gold. wants he wants people to fear him. Like he said, like that was the whole premise of what we've read thus far is that you must fear the Lord, right? Think about if um, these people had good therapists back then. Right? Like, you deserve better. We might not have to deal with all the shit we're dealing with today. Right? If yeah. we could just send a bunch of therapists back in time. That would be great. But only the good ones. Yeah. Because not yeah. all therapists are good. Agreed. All right. Now we're in a new section. Look down from heaven and see from your lofty throne, holy and glorious, where are your zeal and your might? Your tenderness and compassion are withheld from us. Yeah, they are. But you are our father. Though Abraham does not know us or Israel acknowledge us, you, Lord, are our father, our redeemer from of old is your name. Okay, I read about that too. Is this because they they were away from the land for so long? Is that why they don't know? Yes them? and no. Um, also, it's because he's saying that Abraham and Jacob would not recognize the Israelites today. Oh. Based on how they live or whatever. Okay. They would like they would not in the know same us fashion that we could say people from the 1800s wouldn't recognize us today and how we live because obviously it's so different. Right, but sort he of. wasn't meaning it from a um, pasty future comparison. Okay. He meant it as oh, they wouldn't even know you because look at your fucks. Okay. Like he's he's using it as a comparison. It's a derogatory. Of the, yeah. Comparison, basically. The the morals of how you're living, you're, the people that you descend from, these righteous leaders of your past, your you know forefathers, they wouldn't even know what to say to you because you suck so bad. Got it. That's what he's telling them. Got it. So, like, they, they, they were awesome. You guys suck. But since we're grading on a curve, y'all are all right. Yeah. Is that basically Exactly. It? That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Lord, do you make us wonder, wander from your ways and harden our hearts so we do not revere you? Yeah, why do you do that, Lord? It's a good question. Uh-huh. It deserves an answer. I would love an answer because Job asked that as well. Right. And yeah. he never got an answer. We're never going to get an answer. No, because... It's just going to be because this is the way it's it's supposed to be. This is the it? way. You have to walk the walk and walk the path and blah, blah, blah. And even then, fuck off <laughs> with no expectations. Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes that are your inheritance. For a little while, your people possessed your holy place. But now our enemies have trampled down your sanctuary. We are yours from of old, but you have not ruled over them. They have not been called by your name. The end. But that was entirely God's fault. Yeah. Like, according to the Bible. This yeah. was this this In whole... Canon. Problem. This whole problem that has happened, the reason that they were trodden upon, yeah. the reason that they were, you know, not in their land is because God turned his back on Israel. Yep. And said, fuck y'all. That is exactly what happened. And I, I just, 
I don't. I, whatever. God. God's an asshole. God's a dick. He really is. I mean, God of the Bible is a dick in that he doesn't really exist anyway. Right. No, but I mean the way that they like I. The excuses that they make for him, the mm-hmm. reasons that they give are assholish. The yeah. reasons that that he is horrible to them to make people believe that this is why things like that happen to you. Right. It's such a mind fuck. And, and things like that still happen today in religion. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that is part of what I rail against is that this mind fuckiness is still very prevalent in religion today, and it has been, obviously, since the beginning of religion. It's gaslighting. Yeah. And I I don't like it. Yeah. Same. But, anyway, that was Isaiah chapter 63. Sure as fuck was. Which means that tomorrow we'll be back with... Isaiah chapter 64. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what the fuck happened yesterday? Well, God strolled in with blood-stained clothing because he, he had did. just fucking decimated the Edomites. He did. And apparently. They, it, it was um, crimson and scarlet all over his robe. Yeah. And then he was like, eh, you Israelites, you, you, you people of Jacob, you, you, you people here in Beulah, etc., you'll do, but like. Your ancestors were so much fucking better. They wouldn't even... You worms. You fucks. You fucks. They (laughs) wouldn't even recognize you today. Yeah. But I guess I still love you. Yeah. I mean, that was was the gist of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. God likes them, doesn't like them, likes them, doesn't like them. He'll tolerate them. rinse. No, rinse and repeat, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was Isaiah chapter 63. That's correct. Which means that today we're getting into... Isaiah chapter 64. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so here we are hopping into Isaiah chapter 64. Okay. Which is a continuation of the last section that we were in in the previous chapter... Isaiah chapter 63. Okay. Okay. That was a prayer for mercy and help. Got it. Okay. Okay. And that's where they were like, oh, God, don't you even love us? And he's like, "Eh, kind of. You're okay. You'll do, I guess. Sure. So we're continuing on with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you as when fire sets twigs ablaze. And causes water to boil. Come down to make your name known to your enemies. And cause the nations to quake before you. I mean, (laughs) make your name known to anybody. Right? I I mean, mean, like anybody would do. Yeah, yeah. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down. And the mountains trembled before you. Hmm. Since ancient times, no one has heard. No ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. But wait, wait, a, wait, minute, wait, wait a minute. Wait. When, when are these instances where we saw him? Right? Like, I'm like, what, hang what on, we, hang we, on. What? I want specifics here. I want times. Right? I want places. Who, Other than crazy people that you know walk around naked, who has seen God? Who like, has talked to God? 
who has conversed with them. Like, I thought the sentence was going to end at, since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any god. Right, that makes sense. That was the end of the sentence, but then it kept going, besides you. Right. And I was like, false! But the implication there is also that in ancient times there were other gods that people had seen. Right. So, again, back to the multiple gods. Yeah, definitely. it, It alludes to, I mean, it doesn't even allude. It lets us know that human beings are writing this fucking trash. Yes. You know, like indeed. it's not, this is not something that God would have you write down. He wouldn't let you think that there was ever any other gods if he is the only God. Right. You and know, it's not like, like they're saying, remember when we used to believe in other gods? That was silly. That's not what they're saying. They're right. saying, remember when there were other gods? Yeah. Remember, you know how there's other gods all the time? Hey, you know how sometimes there's gods and some are more powerful than others, but you're the biggest? Yeah. Like, they're not talking about how stupid it was that they used to believe in things that they know now never existed. Sure. So they did used to believe in gods, and those gods to them did exist. Right. So Well, it depends on who's writing whatever story at any given time, though, too. Right, but... Generally speaking, these people in the Old Testament fully acknowledge that, yeah, there's other gods. What? I mean, ours is best, but what? Right, right. Like, Sometimes, but some, that's what I was getting to with them saying that, that depends on who's writing it. Because some of them say they're just idols or they're just this or they're just that. But there, there is definitely um, a, a, they can see that there were gods. Right. You know, like at, at some level. That at least people believed in other gods. Right. At the very, very least. Right. Mostly it seems like they're not saying that there aren't other gods so much as that your gods are powerless. Right. And that's not the same thing as they don't exist. Right. Even when they're saying your gods are just idols and your idols suck. And modern religion would have to de-emphasize these points and not talk about them that much because it kind of throws an air of illegitimacy over monotheism yeah yeah so it's it's why you don't hear people talk about this right well it's why we found it so shocking and it's still shocking right i did not expect like i knew because i had read the first couple of chapters of genesis before sure and so i kind of knew that it talked about just in those early on that there were multiple gods but I thought that, like, as we left Genesis and got further into the Bible, yeah, that, yeah, but that was a one-off. Sure. That was just early legends and myths. Yeah. I didn't, I'm totally shocked that even now in Isaiah, like, after the Babylonian exile, they're still talking about other gods existing. Yeah. And it's not a shock. It, I mean, it's a shock to me. But it's not a shock to them. They're like, yeah, what? Other gods. Yeah, it's a thing. What's wrong with you? Of course they, right. they're there. Right, right. All right. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. But when we continue to sin against them, you were angry. How then can we be saved? Probably oh, by no. not sinning, I'm guessing. What like, do we, we do? Why do we have to keep asking this question? We already know the answer, right? Right. Don't we? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming we've been we've been over this countless times. Yeah. Already. Yeah. You have to follow all of God's rules. Now, now which rules he wants you to follow, that part I can see where you might have some issues figuring right. that out. But you got to follow his rules. That's how you you know, yeah. you get there. Yeah. 
all of us have become like one who is unclean and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Mm. You remember what they mean by filthy rags, yes, right? That was menstrual cloths. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like all of you are period blood. Yeah. You guys are nasty. Yeah. Okay. The most disgusting thing we can think of a woman menstruating. <laughs> like, okay, got it. Yep. We all shrivel up like a leaf or maybe like we all shrivel up like a man in cold water. <laughs> like that would be equivalent almost, right? Like if you're going to trash women all the time, couldn't we just talk about small dick energy once? Just once. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. We all shrivel up like a man in cold water and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. Mm. Okay, yeah. I guess that doesn't go with the wind because... Right, you, leaves can't blow away. Or, leaves I mean, a, blow away. A man a, can't blow away. And his penis generally stays put. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, I guess that was a bad analogy. <laughs> but it felt good at the time. Sure. No one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us and have given us over to our sins. They're always talking about that. How... Oh, God turned away, and that's why we haven't seen him. And it's like, because he's a fuck. Well, and he's been hiding his, quote-unquote, hiding his face Uh for as long as I can remember. Generations now. Yeah, and it's not just because, it's not just because he doesn't like them sometimes. It's because he doesn't show himself to people. Right. Like, on purpose. Like, that's been, it depends on which section we're in, but, like, there are parts where it's like God does not, you know, show himself. Right. 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 Then, then there's of course times when he does, but like we went through a whole thing. I think it was in, it was in the Torah for sure, um, where we were talking about, uh, well, now he's showing himself, and then before he wasn't showing himself, and right. just different things like that. So yeah, it's just odd that I, I don't know. He's so wishy washy. He really is because you know what people are wishy washy. Yeah, yeah. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay, you are the potter, we are all the work of your hand. We still love you, even though you smack us around and ignore the fuck out of us. And we can't see you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we still love you. It sounds like an abuse relationship. It really does. Yeah. Do not be angry beyond measure, Lord. Do not remember our sins forever. Oh, look on us. We pray, for we are all your people. They're like saying, please stop being mad, please. But he remembers that shit for generations. Yep. Your secret cities have become a wasteland. Even Zion is a wasteland. Jerusalem, a desolation. It's hearkening back to those words that he called them last time. Right, right. Our holy and glorious temple where our ancestors praised you has been burned with fire. And all that we treasured lies in ruins. After all this, Lord, will you hold yourself back? Will you keep silent and punish us beyond measure? The end. And the answer is yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm just like, yes, he, he that's, that's it, the, the world keeps happening. And you guys, when, when they wrote this, they're living in ancient times, right? Mm-hmm. Life's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to keep kicking you. Yeah. And, and it's not God. It's not, it's just, it's just how things go. Right. Shit sucks. You know, Shit I'm sorry sucks. that you had a rough life, yep. but it has nothing to do with God or lack of God or any of that. Sometimes it be that way. Sometimes it be that way. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that was, 
I'm I'm so ready to be done with Isaiah. We're almost done. I'm so ready. Two more chapters. Like just get through. Get. I'm I'm like I. It's After I, this week. Because it's just so fucking repetitive and tiresome. I'm like back and forth and God and mad and happy and oh, whatever. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little slap happy. It's late and it is I've had a late. long fucking day. So we're recording this after midnight and got to get up at six a.m. Yeah, so. yeah, yep. good times. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, that was Isaiah chapter sixty-four. Sure as fuck was. Which means that we'll be back tomorrow for our live. Well, we're gonna be live on Discord uh-huh. tonight. Yes. So, to, so if you're listening to this today, which is Tuesday morning, the thirty-first. The thirty-first. No, yeah. the thirtieth. Tuesday, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. 30th. It's already past midnight. The yeah. 30th. Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening to this on the 30th, um, Tuesday, then you should join us on Discord at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh-huh. And the link for the Discord channel is always in the show notes. So just uh-huh. click down there and join us. Yep. And then we'll be doing Isaiah chapter... 65. 65. Tonight. And you don't have to be caught up. A lot of people that are in our yeah. Discord, they are hit and miss, and they just come and have a good time and hang out. And it's just real fun. But, I mean, if you're listening to this at the end of Isaiah right. chapter 64, you're probably caught up. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, like, don't feel like you have to have listened to every single episode. Right. Or else. Like, yeah. you won't feel left out. You'll be welcomed with open arms. You'll have so much fun. Everybody there is just a blast. Yeah. And half of us don't know how to use Discord. It's true. So I you'll, still, you'll also be in good company there. I, I actually got onto the um, into the group last time by myself for the <laughs> first time. And everybody was cheering for me mm-hmm. because I didn't have to ask for help. And that doesn't mean that I won't ask for help tomorrow. Next time, right. Because yeah. it's always new and new is scary. So just come be with us. It's fun. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys there. Bye. Bye. Wife, do you remember where we are and how we got here and what the fuck is happening? Well, I believe we just ended, uh, we just finished chapter 64. Of Isaiah. Of Isaiah, yes. Uh-huh. And um, much like the rest of fucking Isaiah, God was deciding whether or not he liked the um, Israelites or not and going back and forth about whether he was going to punish them. And the Israelites were like, please stop punishing us as much as that could, like, could we don't, could could we have some not punishment, please? Are you just going to remember how much we suck for the end of time? Yeah, yeah. And the That's answer all. is yes, well, yes. Yeah, I, gonna, I mean, will never forget. You remember how he's going to punish people for 10 generations. That was back like yeah. early on. Yeah. Because, you know, why not punish people that never even knew why they're being punished? That, that makes total sense. It wasn't even there. Right, yeah. That's what Winston Zedmore said in Ghostbusters. Gotcha. It wasn't even there. <laughs> See, I like the... Um, I'm not. I'm not even supposed to be here today from clerks or whatever. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Only he said that a lot. He said that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn it! All right. So that was Isaiah chapter sixty-four. Sure as fuck was. Which means that today we're getting into Isaiah chapter sixty-five. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, so here we are, hopping into Isaiah chapter 65. Okay. Hold on to your butts. This is the second to last episode. It is. It is. Of We're getting Isaiah. so close to the end. I know. I'm really excited, honestly. Yeah. I don't. I can't even remember already what's next. Was it? 
Didn't it start with an E? Isn't it like as as a kind? I don't. No, I don't think that's correct. No, but Jeremiah. Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah because I mentioned that he was a bullfrog. You had the I of it. Down yeah, there, yeah. Place. It's yeah. Jeremiah. Right. Because he was a bullfrog. Yeah. Okay, ready? I revealed myself. Don't do that. <laughs> Jeez. You can get your ass in trouble for that. I know. You're going to get banned from parks. <laughs> to those who did not ask for me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that, is, that was actually a perfect follow-up to that. That's stop! Awesome. Stop exposing yourself. Particularly to those who didn't ask for it. I was found by those who did not seek me. Where were you? I opened my coat. Why and was I he said? <laughs> <laughs> and you suddenly found yourself in my grasp. <laughs> <laughs> to a nation that did not call on my name, I said, "I said, I said, here I am, here I am." Okay, which nation is he talking about here? All the nations. All the okay, the islands. The islands yeah. again, yeah, the coastlands, yeah. <laughs> All day long, I have held out my hands to an obstinate people. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You just got done, God, saying that you hid your face from these fucks. You did. And now you're like, JK, I always have my hands out to them. I don't understand how he has the patience to start reaching out to people outside of the Israelites when he can hardly stand the fucking Israelites. Right? Like, what what makes him think that he's going to be successful in recruiting people from the islands or the ends of the earth right when he can barely stand his own fucking people yeah i'm that doesn't make any sense to me none of this makes any he, sense even he can't even keep his own people from worshiping other idols and stuff. <laughs> it's true. i'm like dude what are you how are you gonna do this <laughs> i'm like he's such a bad manager <laughs> he needs hr to come in and Oh, just he needs restructuring. No, he needs management structure. Yeah, he yeah. needs like he needs to he delegate needs, authority. What is what is it when you have this third party company come in and they do this whole middle assess- management? No, Bro. they do this whole assessment of your company, and like then after you're done, like they tell you where your strengths and weaknesses are, and then you downsize right after that. Right. Yeah, I, I don't like, remember what they, they call do that, all but... that restructuring. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what he needs what he done. Needs. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, I mean, it is getting. He's got a lot more people now than he did when he started. So wow. you go from two to you know millions. You know that's that's a big, big increase. Well, he's he's sucking at it. He is. Yes. So all day long, I'm lying when I say I have held out my hands to an obstinate people who walk in ways not good, pursuing their own imaginations instead of my <laughs> imaginations. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say whose imagination should we? follow right? or pursue a people who continually provoke me to my very fucking face offering <laughs> sacrifices in gardens and burning incense on altars of brick those what the, motherfuckers yeah you're not you're not burning those incense or sacrificing those animals in the correct way yeah what the fuck are you thinking guys yeah, you picked up sticks Jesus. on the wrong day or you picked up the wrong kind of sticks or what the fuck yeah such bullshit who sit among the graves oh you what? assholes where they sit among the graves they sit among the graves and spend their nights keeping secret vigil Okay. I guess they're trying to commune with the dead. Right. Is why they're doing that. And you're not supposed to do that. Well, Who, it's probably because they miss the people that are dead. That's what I was thinking. I was like, like but have some Christians empathy, dude. do that today. Right. Yeah. We, right? We, have, we have fucking graveyards. Yeah. We have massive funerals. Yeah. And all kinds of religious nonsense bullshittery that happens at them. Yeah. 
who eat the flesh of pigs. I do love I me do. some that bacon. I do. some good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bacon mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. yummy. And whose pots hold broth of impure meat. So bacon? Like, what is it? You are know, they, we're talking about, like, like they, they, those, are, they, are they using the cloven hooves? Yeah, those animals <laughs> that you're not supposed to eat, you know, those Or is guys. it the non-cloven hooves? I can never remember well, which ones Well, pigs have cloven hooves, and you're not supposed to eat pigs, so I'm going to say you're not supposed to eat cloven animals hooves. with cloven hooves. Okay. All right. And so you can eat a horse, but you can't eat a pig. Got it. Because <laughs> horses don't have cloven hooves. What if it's a horse with no name? That is... I'm a, just, you know... Throwing that out there. As long as you're going through the desert, it's fine. But <laughs> otherwise, that's a horse of a different color. Oh, okay. Meh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? I think that's horse poppy. Cocky. Um, horse zebra. Something. Zebra. Is it white with black stripes or black with white stripes? I don't know, but I, think, I don't know. I think it's white with black stripes. Okay. Is my understanding. I think we've gone with like stupid jokes here. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> that one wasn't a joke. That was a trivia. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a real question. I got it. I got it. I mean, we were talking about horses. Horses, yeah. yeah. So why not go to zebras? Yeah. Horse. Horse. <laughs> Who say, keep away. Don't come near me, for I am too sacred for you. Oh, that's the, the righteous people that are like, I'm so fucking holy. The holier than thou. Mm. Like, okay. I'm so fucking holy. You got nothing on me. Those are bad guys. Okay. You know, like all the church people that we know. <laughs> yeah, right. Such people are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that keeps burning all day. Hmm. I hope I'm not smoking anybody's nostril. Yeah. I have snot in my nostrils right now. <laughs> See, it stands written before me. I will not keep silent. Yeah, you will. But will pay back in full. Oh, retribution. Yeah. Vengeance. Well, who are Ooh. we who are we having the retribution against though? I will pay it back into their laps. Oh the people is... that he was just talking about, the yeah, ones okay. Yeah. Both your sins and the sins of your ancestors, says oh. the Lord. So here Ooh. we're here we're getting that punishment from oh, previous here generations. It comes. It's finally he kicked the can down the road. But like he and was this just wasn't road. he just talking about like again, we're back and forth here, right? He was just yeah. talking about people were gonna worship him from other lands, right? Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. seen it seemed almost like Happy about it, ish, mm-hmm. ish. You know, as for God, you know. Yeah, but but now, but now, now we're back into punishment. And yeah. Well, these last chapters, from what I've read in the notes, they're all about how He's going to punish the bad and reward the good. So, I mean, that's the simplicity of it's it, just right the, there. I don't even know who He considers good. Like even the people that He considers good don't seem like He considers them that good. And He calls them worms. You yeah, worm, and He you says mountain. your ancestors were a lot fucking better. So, yeah, I yeah. mean. I don't, I don't Except really... now you're getting punished for them, too. So right. they weren't that good. Yeah. They are better than you, but they still weren't that good. Right. So much for bringing in people from other lands, too. Because, yeah. you know, their ancestors were trash. <laughs> <laughs> because they burned sacrifices on the mountains. Yeah, mountains. And defied me on the hills. I will measure into their laps the full payment for their former deeds. Mm. Don't punish me for my ancestors. Because you know what? I'm... Look, I'm so scared to do an ancestry thing because I just know I'm going to find out that my ancestors were slave owners. And oh. I, I just know I I don't want that on me. Please just I don't want to do an ancestry thing. I already have enough guilt and I have white guilt and I have mom guilt and I have woman guilt. Like I just have guilt up the fucking wazoo and I would find out 
that my ancestors, I don't want to get punished for my ancestors, honestly. My family came over too late to, to get a, be any part of that. So. You fucking Germans. <laughs> <laughs> you are German, right? Isn't that what you mostly are? Mostly German, German Dutch, yeah. I think I'm like, I think I'm mostly Irish, but I'm only like 164th of that, but that's the largest amount of anything. Yeah, you're, you're just like a mutt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, sorry. This is what the Lord says. As when juice is still found in a cluster of grapes, and people say, don't destroy it. There is still a blessing in it. Is that what they say? I guess. Don't destroy that fucking grape. There's still a blessing in it. Yeah. So will I do in behalf of my servants. I will not destroy them all. Well, that's nice of them. I, not all of them, just some of them. I like it when you keep a few grapes. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 so they can carry that story forward, right? Mm. Like you guys better, you, you guys better be fucking scared of this guy. Yeah. He will fucking destroy all the grapes. I was, just and one of I the was good just, grapes. I was on the inner circle of grapes, and he yeah. let me live. But man, it was an accident. He totally destroyed all the other grapes. Yeah. I will bring forth descendants from Jacob and from Judah, those who will possess my mountains, my chosen people, the ones that I don't like that I'm always calling worms. My chosen people will inherit them, and there will my servants live. Those okay. mountains. He's bringing mountains to the people. But you can't sacrifice things on those mountains because... Don't do it. you got to do that at the temple. Which may not or may not be on the mountain. But if it is on the mountain, it's got to be placed where God tells you to put it. Right. Otherwise, it's wrong and he'll kill you. Mm -hmm. Sharon will become... Sharon is a city. Sure. Will become a pasture for flocks. And the Valley of Acor, which is another, you know, place. Yep, area. A resting place for herds for my people who seek me. Mm, okay. okay. So we're getting back to like, it's going to be the land of milk and honey and gold will be everywhere. It's just, it's interesting. La, la, la. We're talking about very specific geography here, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we're, we're, we're supposed to be, this, this God is, is universal right he created mm -hmm. the whole fucking universe yeah and we're talking about specific pastures and mountains yeah it seems just so absurd small to me. it's so small yeah like i'm supposed to believe that he knows everything about all the continents and all the planets but he cares about one fucking pasture in israel yeah i just like, i don't believe whatever. it that's silly yeah but as for you who forsake the land and forget my holy mountain who spread a table for fortune and fill bowls of mixed wine for destiny. I will destine you for the sword. And all of you will fall in the slaughter. Okay, I got to say something about that. Okay. Um, he spread a... You, you, let me start over. Sorry, I was yeah. stuttering. Okay. Okay. When he said, y'all spread a table for fortune and fill bowls of mixed wine for destiny. Uh -huh. That's a capital F fortune and a capital D destiny. Because those are... Um, gods and goddesses that were being um celebrated and worshipped at the time okay um i forget what they they seem generic ish but yeah sure. but okay. they like people were you know praying to fortune and praying to destiny Kinda and like stuff like that on new year's you eat is it sauerkraut for money or something like that or um black eyed, black -eyed peas. peas or something I always heard black eyed peas. Yeah. And there's, there's, you know, certain rituals you do. I just recently do things. This is the first year I heard grapes, actually. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And I know your mom always says kraut, but yeah. I had never heard that growing up. I don't. Well, I looked it up, and there's like a whole bunch of different ones, and I sure. only knew about black eyed peas. I'm sure that there's 
different regional things that yeah. people celebrate, that kind of thing. I with. think we should get all of them because we need all the fucking luck we can next year. <laughs> so anyway, that's what that's about. So he's okay. saying, y'all spread a table for this fucking goddess fortune and you fill bowls of mixed wine for that other goddess destiny. Yeah. I will destine you for the sword mm. and all of you will fall in the slaughter. For I called, but you did not answer. I spoke, but you did not fucking listen. Hmm. You did evil in my sight and chose what displeases me. That's okay. what I did. That's right. what I did. Yeah. I was like, God wants me to do this. I'm going to on purpose do something else I instead. would like to go back and take a poll. Like if we had a time machine. <laughs> like did God talk to you? Did he speak with you? Like not, did, you, did you ignore him? Not like this generic, I heard God's voice. Right. Like, no, I mean for reals. Not like you felt spiritual that day. Right. Like, was there literally a voice, not figuratively a voice? Right. And I think if you're talking to a foreign people, you literally have to introduce yourself, right? You can't just... You can't just like mumble in the back of their mind and say, "Right, I want you to burn incense at this altar, right, and in this day and this time and this specific way." Yeah, right. That that they'd be like, "What the what? What am I? And, I must and, be schizophrenic." Suddenly. It, right. You got you have to yeah. introduce yourself. You have to you know let them know who you are. Yeah, and then you have to introduce your power. Even like you you have to be like, "Okay, look." I know, you know, I, I haven't been present in your life, your 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 culture. Sorry. So here here's a little demonstration. You know? Right. And then and then here's and a little parting water. Start edging into the fucking rules and the and the shit. You know, like yeah. but you can't just like pop in and be like, you didn't listen. Fuck you. Right. You know, yeah. That's and bullshit. that's what that's what's happening here. Right. Yeah. Therefore, this is what the sovereign lord says. Ready? I'm ready. ready. Yeah. Okay. He goes, My servants will eat, but you Fuckers will go hungry. No. My servants will drink, but you fuckers will go thirsty. <laughs> My servants will rejoice, but you fuckers will be put to shame. Man. My servants will sing out of the joy of their hearts, but you fuckers will cry out from anguish of heart and wail in brokenness of spirit. Damn. That's rough. He's so mean. He is. You will leave your fucking name for my chosen ones to use in their curses. Damn. The Sovereign Lord will put you to fucking death. Wow. But to his servants, he will give another name. What? Um, here's an, are we getting another he name? He always renames everybody. I know. It gets it's a little tiresome. It, it really does, yeah. I'm like, couldn't they just it's keep... It's a little old. Like, look, I'm not changing my name, okay? Right. I'm done with that. <laughs> Whoever invokes a blessing in the land will do so by the one true God. Whoever takes an oath in the land will swear by the one true God. For the past troubles will be forgotten and hidden from my eyes. Oh, so as long as you redeem, as long as you ask for that forgiveness, you're good to go? Is that, Do you believe that, that, though? I don't, because he, he said he would punish people for their ancestors. He said, I mean, like, yeah. I, I feel like it's just kind of... He's, he's always got strings attached, and he always holds it over your head. Like, it's always ever-present. Yeah. I mean... These these things are always like you were born evil, and also if you, I would, you were born of original sin. Yeah, and if I if I was a foreigner, especially, and and I I was joining this group of people that were worshiping this god, right? Mm-hmm. And and let let's just pretend for the sake of the story that God's real, right? Okay. But I would I would feel like he that God is just waiting for me to fuck up to kill me, right? You know, like he's he's just because I because I I have no. You know, family history with right. the Israelites. I have nothing other than 
my devotion right now, right? Right. But if you fuck up, you may have forgot the past when you asked for forgiveness, mm -hmm. but you ain't going to forget that. Nope. You know, like he, he's ready. He's ready to kill people. On he's the, the drop of the hat. He's excited to kill people. Yeah. He loves a good murder bath. Yeah. But I mean, I guess yeah. that's the whole point, right? You're supposed to fear God. You're always supposed to fear God. Always. Never not be afraid. Right. See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. Wait, what? Okay. So this part gets into shit that gets talked about A, in Revelation, oh. and B, in the New Testament. Interesting. Yeah. This is stuff that gets talked about more. Yeah. That and phrasing was very... Uh... It, this has to do with after Christ comes back. Well, and, not specifically here, but... Right, because... but... Okay, so Christians would have you believe sure. that this stuff takes place after he comes back and there's supposed to be like a thousand years of peace or some shit, and then God's going to make this new whatevers. New whatevers? Yeah. Okay, new, new, new earth, earth new heaven. and heavens. Got it. Multiple heavens, one earth. Okay. My understanding was there was already multiple heavens, like the seven There's heavens seven or whatever. There's seven of them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Then what's the what's the point? Why yeah. did you make them Why, in the first place? Yeah, it doesn't. It. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Right. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. Why should I? You might change your mind down the road and <laughs> decide that that's a mess too. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will never, or I'm sorry, will be heard in it no more. Again, we're focusing on one fucking city. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it just. New Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's dumb. Never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who dies at a hundred will be thought a mere child. Wow. Yeah. The one who fails to reach a hundred will be considered accursed. Huh. So he's saying everybody who's born will stay born. There will be no deaths. You might die eventually, but you're going to live well past but do 100. You, but do you still have to die before 120? Because it, you did say a while back that you can't live past 120. Well. Because that was part of his new covenant. But he's with, changing you know, his mind, though. So this is the new earth where this there's the yet new, another yeah. new, new covenant with yeah. humanity that says That's what that I'm we saying. Can. Like, he's always making these new fucking covenants that I didn't sign up for any of them. You know? Well, I'm it, like, no. Just leave me, just leave me alone. You know, you, you, you make my life messy. Just stop. I feel stop. like Isaiah is just like, they just throw things at the wall mm -hmm. and they hope that you find something in it that sticks. And right? all the Christians came up and gobbled the whole book greedily. Right. And they and, wrote a whole Christ story around it. Right. And you can take a lot of the stuff to just mean whatever you want it to mean. So mm -hmm. it, it's, mm -hmm. and it's so back and forth. You can read it any way you want to. Sure. Like you could take any meeting out of any chapter. Yep. Be like, yeah, that's what that means. Yep. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant <laughs> and others eat. Hold on. You mean like what we did to the Native Americans when we got here and we fucking took their land and we lived in their fucking houses and we took all of their fucking 
resources. Well, they weren't Israelites, obviously. I'm just saying, like, that wasn't very Christian, was it? And they had Bibles, didn't they? He doesn't... But again, it's very clear that if they are not worshiping Yahweh, mm-hmm. he does not give a fuck about I'm you. just saying that is that is very hypocritical oh, right yeah, there. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's grotesque. Yeah. For as the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. No, no, because we just got through talking about trees and the sacred ones and how today there is a tree that's 700 years old in Japan. Right. And people are not going to live for fucking 700 years. No. So get the fuck out of here with that. My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb. I said wolf like woof, woof. But I meant wolf. (laughs) And the lamb will feed together. And the lion will eat straw like the ox. Because... There won't be carnivores anymore. Suddenly lions will be herbivores. Right. And dust will be the serpent's food. Okay. You know, like those bugs that eat plastic? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, be, if I was a serpent, I think I'd be a little bit angry. Yeah. Like Like I gotta eat dust the rest of my life? You made me. Right. You made me this way. What the fuck? This, This kind of bullshit, man. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. The end. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was ridiculous. It, it was. The whole thing is just so like, it's so book of revelation. Like we're not there yet, but like, that's what all that was about. Okay. Like when we get to the book of revelation, they will pick that up. Well, I, I think the, the new Testament builds on things that are prevalent or that are, that are mentioned in, especially Isaiah. Well, I so, think like, isn't book of revelation in the Old Testament, isn't it? Or am I, I crazy? don't believe so. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. It's it's the New Testament. Yeah. Okay. Because it's at the end of the yeah the Bible. No, I had it in my mind because it was in my notes that sure that um this stuff is talked about there. Right. So okay. yeah, don't listen to me. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but I do know that this chapter was dumb. Sure. Yes, that I can agree with you on. Okay. So that was Isaiah chapter 65. Sure as fuck was. Which means that tomorrow we will be back with... The final chapter of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 66. All right. We will see you then. Okie dokie. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. I'm so excited. Guess what today is? And oh, yeah. Do you remember yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so God was uh, punishing those who did not do what he wanted, basically. Mm-hmm. The ones that were like worshiping on hills and, what the and fuck not ever? doing the things he wanted. Because mm-hmm. that's what God likes to punish them. Yes. And then he was like, and my people are going to be so much better than you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be they're going to be eating good shit. And, mm-hmm. and they're going to be having a good time and you guys are going to be crying and dying and everybody should be a grape. Yeah. And then there was like a new heaven and a new earth and stuff. Yeah. Like he just, he's yeah. So there's that, I guess that was Isaiah chapter 65. Yes, it was. Which means that today we're getting into Isaiah chapter 66. And that's why I was so excited. Cause guess what that means? That means we're ending Isaiah. We are 
Sure as fuck, done with Isaiah after this. And we do apologize. We didn't get this out in the morning. Um, sorry, life and shit. And we'll be better. And we, <laughs> that's we'll always try, our plan. We try to be better. Yeah, that's yeah. always our plan. Yeah. 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 So Isaiah chapter 66 today. Are you ready to do this? Yes, right. I am. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. All right, we are hopping into Isaiah chapter 66. All right. Fanfare. Woohoo! <laughs> this is what the Lord says. Is it? It is. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Boom. That does. I don't. He has said that before. <laughs> it sounds. I don't like that. I'm resting my feet on y'all words. Right? Yeah. You mountains. Yeah. Where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? Why can't he just like stay in heaven? Has not my hand made all these things? And so they came into being. <laughs> what? This is not a poem. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Declares the Lord. Yeah, period. Right. <laughs> it sounded like he was like reading one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Right, right. This one has a little star. That one has a little car. My, how <laughs> very many fish there are. Something yeah, like that. Sure. Yeah. These, okay, we're back into the Lord talking again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Are the ones I look on with favor. Colon. Ready? I'm ready. Here we go. I'm ready. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. So, again, back fear. to the fear. Yeah, fear. Yeah. Right. Fear me, bitches. Yeah. But whoever sacrifices a bull is like one who kills a person. And whoever offers a lamb is like one who breaks a dog's neck. What? Whoever. I'm sure he's saying, again, we've, we've covered this before, where if you're making your sacrifices, like you're going through the motions and yeah. you think you're doing it right, but they're just like empty rituals for you. Then they're, fuck you. they're just as bad as... Is murder. murder. Yeah. Okay. Whoever makes a grain offering is like one who presents pig's blood. And whoever burns memorial incense is like one who worships an idol. Huh. They have chosen their own ways and they delight in their abominations. So I also will choose harsh treatment for them because I'm a dick. Okay. I'm, I'm, a- I'm a little confused. I mean, I guess I'm guessing he's talking about the ones that are doing these things on the Altars that are not in the right places and the and doing you know, them with empty, right? Whatever. But it's yeah. it's a really confusing because these things that he's talking about are things you're supposed to do, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And we'll bring on them what they dread. He is such a fucker. Yeah. For when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, no one listened. They did evil in my sight and chose what displeases me. Hmm. I mean, you're saying that. Through the mouth of Isaiah. Why isn't Isaiah turning and going, wait, I listened? Yeah, well, I I protest on, on behalf of all the humans in the planet. Yeah. Because I don't think they actually heard God say anything. I don't think he told so them. I, they I, weren't his chosen peeps. He says that he says something, but... But then he also he? then he also says that you can't you know hear him. That's why he has prophets. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't really make any sense. He's up there shouting, but the people on other continents can't hear him or his fucking right. Prophets. I mean, specifically, we're in the book of Isaiah, right? Yeah. Who is a prophet of God? Yeah. And the reason he is a prophet of God is because he is one of the only people that have ever heard right. God say anything. Right. Right. 
Yeah. And but we're supposed to believe God when he's saying that he said this to these people. Right. You didn't say shit. Yeah. Maybe Isaiah said it, but I you know, I know that Isaiah didn't talk to every fucking person. Right. So I You know, I think next time somebody tells me that they hear God, I'm just going to be like Whoa, are you a prophet then? Because only prophets can hear him. Right. Yeah. Like, but then again, now nowadays it seems like there's a lot more prophets than there used to be. Like everyone thinks they're a goddamn prophet. Well, I I want to know what else you got. Right. Tell me if God is talking to you, you're a prophet. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What's yeah. he got to say? Yeah. Tell us. Tell us what else God is saying. You know? I mean, you if know, it's just personal to you, then you're not hearing God because God only talks to the prophets. Right. You know? Right. So what you heard was not God talking because God doesn't talk like that. Right. You know? Yeah. Okay. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Okay, now we're going to do some more God talk. Okay. Your own people who hate you and exclude you because of my name have said, let the Lord be glorified that we may see your joy, yet they will be put to shame. Hear that uproar from the city. Hear that noise from the temple? It is the sound of the Lord paying his enemies all they deserve. Oh. <laughs> he turned the temple into a slaughterhouse? I guess he did. I Damn. guess he did. Before she goes into labor, she gives birth. Before the pains come upon her, she delivers a son. What? I, I don't... What? Who has ever heard of such things? Not me. Me neither. Who has ever seen such things like this? Nor, I have not seen it either. No, I don't think that happens. No. You can't deliver. Uh, I'm Okay, here's the thing. Here's what they don't talk about with regard to childbirth. After you deliver your child, you do have some more pains because you still have to deliver the placenta. Sure. And nobody ever talks about that. But that is a thing that happens. So you might still be experiencing some labor pains. Right. But you don't deliver a baby before the pains. Well, you deliver a baby before those Other afterbirth pains. pains. Right. But you're just, you are you definitely have pains to give birth. Right. I'm just so. saying, technically speaking, yes, you do have labor pains after, after you deliver a baby. Sure. But I understand that's not what they're talking about. I was just putting it out there that... That does, right, right, you right. know, yeah, he is right. I, I don't think that's what they're talking that about. That is not because yeah. I guarantee you that these folks don't even know what a fucking placenta is because <laughs> they men and right. men do not know anything about a woman's body. Yeah. Can a country be born in a day or a nation be brought forth in a moment? I mean, if you're God, I would think so. Yeah. But if yeah. you're men, no. Well, even men, I mean, like we created... Well, yeah. nations before you know in a day yeah probably not in a day but like we've we, we've declared one in a day we could build several houses in a day for sure i for mean sure. habitat for humanity does that the amish do that right you know but i'm sure during wartime we've taken over a country and said now it's ours that is you know true what i'm just saying that is true not yeah. not specifically it, it was already set up we just walked in and put down our flag but right yeah. yeah 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 i hear that okay yet no sooner is zion in labor then she gives birth to her children. Okay. What? 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 She's in labor and then delivers. Gives birth to her children. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Do we're, I? We're making we're making comparisons to labor labor to A the city. birth the new birth of of Zion here where they're you remember how they're building their cities back and they're they're creating yeah. them from ruins. 
Okay. I think it has to do with something along those lines, maybe. Okay. And that's the only I thing that. I can think of right now. That makes sense. Okay. So. Do I bring to the moment of birth and not give delivery, says the Lord? Do I close up the womb when I bring to delivery, says your God? I, no. No. Why? What? Why? No. What is it? What is this all about? I guess he's like I'm. I'm making. I'm having second promises. thoughts here. I'm making promises, and I will definitely follow through. But maybe not, because he's asking about closing up the womb. No, but he's saying, "How am I going to do that?" No, that doesn't make oh, sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you her who love her. I mean, here's the thing. If you already love Jerusalem, you don't have to be told to be glad for her. Right. Because you, you would you, inherently be that way. Right. Yeah. Like um, like the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. You don't have to tell the Philadelphians. Yay. Your team won a game. Yay. Celebrate. Like they right. already are like greasing up the poles. Right. Right. You know, yeah. they're already celebrating. Yeah. Rejoice greatly with her. All you who mourn over her. What? For you will nurse and be satisfied at her comforting breasts. You, this is, I don't like this. No, I, okay? I don't either. I don't like the comparison to a pregnant woman. No. Honestly. No. You will drink deeply and delight in her overflowing abundance. Hmm. Okay. I mean, there are some men who like to <laughs> breastfeed. I, I mean. I think, but he's alluding to he's giving birth to a nation essentially, right? Okay. So in, in I, I just I don't appreciate this imagery. Right. I really right. don't. Because it's written by men two thousand years ago, so it's obviously trash, but Right. It's it's uncomfortable for me. Right. And sure. maybe I'm just prudish. I'm I'm willing to put it out there. This this one could be a me problem. Okay? Right, right. I'm just putting it out there. For this is what the Lord says I will extend peace to her like a river, and the wealth of nations like a flooding stream. You will nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees. Dandled, huh? Oh, I I need to look that word up. What's dandled? Like yeah. It's it's a verb, I guess, the way it's being used here right, when you dandle right. something. I mean, I feel like it's like, you know, when you Diddle? give a kid <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, when you like you bounce a kid on your knee or something like that. Is I that like dandling? That, I don't know, maybe. That's I, the only thing I can think of. I'm I'm so intrigued. Yeah. I gotta as, look that up I, later. As am I. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you, and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. But only if we fear him. Right. you got to so, fear. Yeah. That's how you love. Right. You fear. Right. Yeah. When you see this, oh, this is, this is the end of God talking now. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. When you see this, your heart will rejoice and you will flourish like grass. Okay. Grass does flourish. It does. You got to mow that shit because it flourishes and flourishes and flourishes. It just. Although I've got a buddy who uh, who's got a house near us here. Yeah. And uh, they cannot get the grass to grow. The green grass grows. The all green around, grass, all yeah. Around? It does not grow all it, around. It doesn't grow all around. No, no, you can't huh. get it to grow at all. That's amazing. Yeah, How they've come? just got basically mud in their back. Well, they, I mean, they've got two dogs. Oh. But say no more. But I mean, you know. All the grass, like okay. they have literally no grass. Did they ever put grass seed down? Yeah, yeah, last oh. year. Wow, that's yep. interesting. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't know what to say about that. I know, right? Yeah. The hand of the Lord will be made known to His servants, but His fury will be shown to His foes. Yeah, you've said that yeah, before, bitch. Right. 
See, the Lord is coming with fire and his chariots are like a whirlwind. He will bring down his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. Mm. Them hellfires. Wouldn't, wouldn't have it any other way from God. <laughs> that, one, that one's funny. <laughs> <laughs> For with fire and with his sword, both fire and sword, yeah. the Lord will execute judgment. Hey, did you know that only you can prevent forest fires? And sword fires. <laughs> Um, okay. Will execute judgment on all people, and many will be those slain by the Lord. Mm. Those who consecrate and purify themselves to go into the gardens, following one who is among those who eat the flesh of pigs, rats, and other unclean things, oh, they will meet their end together with the one they follow. Damn. Hold on a second. Hold on. So... They don't mean like literally following, like I'm walking behind you. Right. They mean just like, I've done all the right things, but I'm friends with a pig eater. So I'm fucked. So I'm fucked. Yeah, that's why God doesn't, he's he's got no... Uh, no empathy, no, no sympathy, no give. Yeah. You are not to be friends with pig eaters. Right. Well, I'm sorry, but I like bacon, so fuck off. Do you, do you have to know that they're a pig eater? Like, oh, that's you know a good I mean? question. Like if or you like, know it. Okay, here, how about this? Oh, I find this so offensive. Um, one of my ex-mothers-in-law um, had a relative coming over for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And um, for Thanksgiving, this mother-in-law always made ham and turkey. Yeah. And um, actually, no, it was Easter. It was Easter. And because you always have an Easter ham, right? Right, right. But this relative was Muslim and therefore could not eat. He had converted to Muslim sure. and therefore could not eat pork. Right. And so her respectfully took a piece of ham and rubbed it all over oh, the turkey. That's just an asshole move. Without telling him. Yeah. And she was like, I wonder if God will know. Oh my God. And I was like, that's horrendous. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. I, I, look, I am not even, I don't believe in God. I don't believe that that person would be punished for that one way or the other. But there's no reason to be disrespectful yeah. to somebody on purpose for even, just to be mean. Even behind their back without them ever finding out. Right. Like, I knew about it and she knew about it. Right. And that was more people than should ever. Yeah. Like. I, and to the to this day, I cannot understand why somebody would do that. Right. Like, I'm an atheist, and I would never do that to somebody. Yeah. That is just so cruel. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So, I wonder if he would be okay, you know? Because right. he ate turkey that was tainted with pig. Right. And didn't know, so could not appropriately clean himself. Yeah. Or whatever that word is, you know? Sure, sure. They will meet their end together with the one they follow, declares the Lord. And I, because of what they have planned and done, I'm about to come and gather the people of all nations and languages, and they will come and see my glory. Mm. I don't want to see his glory. (laughs) You keep your glory to yourself, God. I will set a sign among them, and I will send some of those who survive to the nations, to Tarshish, to the Libyans, and Lydians, famous as archers. Apparently the Lydians <laughs> were famous as archers. Okay. 
to Tubal and Greece and to the distant islands. You know the islands, right? Yeah, the, the islands are yeah. important. Yeah. Yep. That have not heard of my fame or seen my glory. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on a sec. Hold on. It's not what we were told. You are just now right here in this very Bible, in this verse, telling me that there are people who have not heard of you yeah. because you didn't talk to them. In places that you had previously told us, they had heard of you. Right. So, but you're admitting, yeah, they probably didn't hear of me. Right. And you are going to punish them nonetheless, you motherfucker. Yeah. That is some bullshit right there. It is. Sorry I wasn't born an Israelite. What the fuck? Yeah. This God is trash. He really is. He really is. They will proclaim my glory among the nations. Will they? I don't know about all that. Right. Yeah. And well, no, he's talking about the people that he's sending out, right? Oh, okay. So, like, he was going to say the uh, people that I'll live send some of those who yeah. survive to the nations. Yeah. 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 Okay. They and the ones that I'm sending, they will proclaim my glory among the nations. Right. And they will bring all your people from all the nations to my holy mountain in Jerusalem as an offering to the Lord. I mean, okay, some some freak comes riding through your town, right? <laughs> like, here we are in Dayton, Ohio, right? Yeah. And some freak comes riding through and is like, hey, hey, guess what? The Lord, the Lord says, come, come on. Now you've heard of it. Like, I'm sorry, you're a freak. Yeah. And what the fuck are you even talking about, bro? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I don't just trust a stranger. I live in the islands. I don't fucking know you. Well, and again, I'm going to say this again, because God is all powerful, hypothetically. Right. Right? In, why doesn't in he, canon. Why doesn't he just go over there and show his own power and talk to them himself? Right. Get like, a, get that a would profit be, from them. Right. That would be so much more effective right? than sending some people over there. Like, and don't having, send us an emissary from out of town. Right. That yeah. is bullshit. Basically the original missionaries. Yeah. And, like, it's not even like we can go on the Facebook and, you know, look up, look up their history and be right. like, no, this guy's definitely, he was selling leggings last week. And the week before <laughs> that, he was selling jewelry. No, this guy is an MLM. This is a pyramid scheme. Right. I am not into this dude. Yeah. Like, they can't even do that. Right. But when you, you're not going to be inclined to believe some dude just showing up when you've already got your own gods. And you've already got your own, like, power structures. Like, there's no like, reason for why, you to switch. What reason do I have? That's what I want to know. What's you, what's the or else? The or only reason there ever is is war. Right. That's the only reason ever. Like, this is not a good sale. No. Sales pitch. No. Your, your log line needs work. Yeah. Your elevator pitch <laughs> is really bad, bro. Right. Okay, so they are going to come on horses and chariots and wagons and on mules and camels, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. Dromedaries. Dra- yeah, dromedaries. I learned that word. Yeah, so did I. I mean, I knew it, but then I forgot it, and so then I relearned it right. when you learned it. Yeah. They will bring them as the Israelites bring their grain offerings to the temple of the Lord in ceremonially clean vessels. Mm. And I will select some of them also to be priests and Levites, says the Lord. Wait, now we're selecting people to be Levites? How do you... That was you, not how that worked. No. How do you just be like, boom, I'm a Levite now. I'm I, a, just, I thought we had ditched the whole Levite thing. Right. I thought so too. Like that was a big that was a that was a specific thing that happened, right? I thought. So I, I'm okay with them picking priests, right? Like that's yeah. understandable. Yeah. But why do we even need to bring up the fact that 
they're choosing Levites. I thought Levites were hereditary. Yeah, they were. They were. It was a tribe. Yeah. And, and that was that was the whole point. The tribe of Levi. They had specifically been picked for that job. Yeah. Of and it was, to, care it was to of... never be anything but the Levites taking care of that. And yeah. apparently it's still kind of a thing, but now we can pick them. I'm, I don't approve of this, honestly. I think it's... Yeah, there's something something seriously wrong here. This sounds like... Isaiah sounds political. You know what I mean? Sure. Isaiah sounds like, oh, this is the exact moment when you can tell. Hands may have been involved before in shaping what was going on in the Bible. Right. But Isaiah is specifically where you can see firsthand there's some shit going on here. Yeah. They are rewriting and they are just saying whatever the fuck they want. And yeah. it's obvious because you don't choose the Levites. Right. That it's like they didn't read their own text and they trusted nobody else would either. Right, right. Well, I mean back then that was probably a pretty safe bet. Yeah, they, they were mostly they didn't know about the so. Googles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna pick, he's gonna select some of them to be priests and Levites, says uh -huh. the Lord. Okay. As the new heavens and the new earth that I make. So many heavens. Multiple heavens, singular earth, earth right. that I will make endure before me, declares the Lord. So will your name and descendants endure. From one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all mankind will come and bow down before me, hmm. says the Lord. Okay. All mankind will bow down before me. What kind of freakazoid, power-hungry son of a bitch wants everybody to bow down before him. I mean, he's a narcissistic, you know, that's fear monger. My, that's so. my point. Only a man in power right. wants everybody to bow down. Like, that is such a human thing. A real a real God would not want that. Well, and it's it's literally taking him, like, we're, we're at about four to 600 BCE, right? Uh -huh. So it's taken him like 1500 years to get to the point where he's even reaching out to sort of regional areas, right? Yeah. That we're, we're not even talking about the fucking native Americans that are over in the United like, States. No, or, that's that continent. The, the, that the, continent the doesn't even exist. Right. And we're not talking about Asia. We're not talking about Japan. We're not talking about the Arctic where, you know, like up in the, up in Russia and stuff. Right. Like there's people all over the fucking place that haven't heard of this dude. Right. But we're just now mm -hmm. in the Bible reaching out to places that are kind within, of tra within traveling distance. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like this is so, this, this is such a localized phenomenon at this point. It's yeah. really funny reading this because it, it, it tells you how small Yes. This was. Right. You know, like it was such a small thing that just happened. Right. Just happened to make it out. Like mm -hmm. it, 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 it beat all the odds and it became this overarching thing. It was an for accident of the fate. Western world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing because we're, it, it is so small right now. I think that it was probably dying out like Christianity was on the out until Reagan came around. And. <laughs> The Republican Party decided to reinstitute it into all of their fucking. I don't. I don't think that's quite the. That that's a very. Um... I think that Christianity could have could have seen its way out the door. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, I do know that it was not as ugly, um, 
before, um, oh, what is it? Um, I forget what president it was, but there was one president who he on purpose, um, was like, let's get all the white men to be like, let's bring religion into it. And like Reagan, was it Reagan? I thought Probably. it was somebody before him. Maybe it was no, like it Nixon or somebody. I mean, I don't know. They, I don't know my presidents. I don't know. That's still in my blind spot of history. But definitely. So, I, so there's a much larger history to the ups and downs of Christianity and, and religion in general. In America, though, is specifically what I'm but talking about. But even in America. Like, yeah. We, the, it was very... Religion was very different in our found, founding fathers than it is well, obviously, you know, later yeah. on. And, and there's a, been a lot of changes over time. Yes. You know, and so... It's unfair to say that it all happened with Reagan because there was a lot of things that led to where we are now. No, I know that. But, but you aren't wrong in saying that it has found a new, um, like it is, it, it has found a new foothold with regard to. I, I, I think it's more directed at political power now because they're using religion as a weapon. Yes, that's what to, I mean. To control the masses, to allow us to, to allow them to misdirect while they do things that they want to do they're using religion to misdirect what we're looking at and what we care about right while they do other things that we should be caring about because by all rights there is no way that christians should have anything to do with somebody like trump at all I, yeah 100 percent. i mean the fact dude, dude is so not religious at all yeah yeah and I mean, couldn't give a fuck in fact he probably thinks he is god uh, yeah yeah well he thinks he's persecuted <laughs> like jesus and they agree Right. So, I mean, that's and he, just he weird. he eats that shit up, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so carrying on with what the Lord's saying, and they will go out and look on the dead bodies of those who rebelled against me. Wow. Oh, we're going to die, babe. We're going to get killed. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. The worms that will eat them will not die. The fire that burns them will not be quenched, and mm. they will be loathsome. To all mankind. Not only do I want to kill them. I want to kill them horribly. Right. I want them to suffer for all eternity. Right. I want them to die so badly. Yeah. That no one else would want to die that way. Because, again, fear. Right. I need you to fear me. Right. So I'm going to literally eternally torture people. Yeah. Yeah. So, not Not the devil. That's not Satan doing that. That's not the devil doing that. That's God. God. Wants to punish them. Yes, yes. Well, I did have somebody once tell me that they wanted to, um, they wished I was dead and that they would burn, no, they would roast marshmallows over my <laughs> burning body. Yeah. And that was, that was even a Facebook post. Yeah. It's amazing. Personally, not just <laughs> yeah, like Sactus wife. Like that was a person who knows me personally said that on Facebook about me and yeah, to me. That's good times. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they also have a God complex, I think. Mm, they have something, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was Isaiah chapter 66, which means that we have finished Isaiah. You guys, give yourselves right now a pat on the back and a round of applause, because if you have been listening to this book with us, you have completed all 66 chapters of the book of Isaiah, and that is an accomplishment. It really is. It really is. I am elated myself, actually. I am super excited. Like, 
I, I don't even know if Jeremiah is good or not. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's coming up. I'm just so glad to be done with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's how we feel a lot of the time when we get done with one of the books. You know what? It's always how we feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so even though we're done, we're yes. not quite done. We're, we're done we with do, the chapters and the readings. Right. So what do we have coming up here in the next couple of days? Okay, so we've got a wrap-up where we talk about the book of Isaiah as sure. a whole and answer any unanswered questions that right. we had, like, what the fuck is Dandel? Yeah. <laughs> shit like that. Yep. Um, any interesting things that come up in my research, any rabbit holes that I want to address. Okay. Um. So there's the wrap-up. Yep. And then after that, a separate episode will be Contradictions, right. in which we play You're Always Wrong. I love that, because I'm so right. No, you're wrong. Right. The whole point of the game is that you're wrong, Based on the fact that it's contradiction. I know. I just like giving you a hard time. Okay. Yeah. And then um, after that, we will start Jeremiah probably on Monday. Okay. Was so. It, was it. Yeah. Was yeah. it Jeremiah? Yeah. He was a bullfrog. Remember? Oh, Jeremiah. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Yeah. It threw me off. He was for also a, a prophet. Why. Apparently that's yeah. how um, the song originally was supposed to go. Sure. But they thought that sounded stupid. So they changed it to bullfrog. You're Question talking mark? about the, the song. Yeah. Like, Jeremiah yeah. was a bullfrog. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. And a good friend of mine. Right, right. All right. Well, that was Isaiah chapter 66. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with our wrap up of Isaiah. Peace out, bitches. See you then. Husband. Wife. Um... Do you know what we're doing? Well, word on the street is that you found a rabbit hole in what we just read. Mm -hmm. So like the last few chapters. So we decided that we're doing a Q&A, not on Saturday, because it's on Friday instead. Yeah. Um, So that means that our order of how this is going to work is that on today, Friday, we're going to be doing a Q&A. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, we're going to be doing our um, wrap up. Our wrap up for uh, Isaiah. For Isaiah. And then on Sunday, we're going to skip the book club this week, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing our "You're Always Wrong" or rather contradictions episode. Yeah, yeah. And so that's how this is going to work this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had every intention of just kind of. Going straight through the Q&A to the wrap-up. Like doing it all as one type of one yeah. episode. Yeah, I mean, it's only fucking four chapters, whatever. Right, right, yeah. And it's the four final chapters, whatever. <laughs> but this last chapter... Yeah. That's mainly what I'm covering okay. today in the Q&A. Got it. Okay, so you ready to do this? I am. All right, let's do it. Okie dokie. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, so remember just before the break, just then when I said we're mainly going to cover chapter 66 of Isaiah? I do, I remember that. Okay, so actually we're only going to cover chapter 66 of Isaiah. <laughs> okay. Well, I just like rechecked my notes to make sure I wasn't missing anything. Sure, and sure. Pretty much um, everything that needed to be said, like that um, the unclean cloths were like menstrual cloths, yeah. stuff like that. We, or caught like, all, we got all of those. Yeah, things. like destiny and fortune are were goddesses. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah, I got all that stuff. So we didn't have to really Q&A those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But 66 has a lot to unpack. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So... Chapter 66 is the Lord's judgments and Zion's future hope. Sure. Okay. Okay. And this chapter contains an oracle delivered after the temple in Jerusalem had been rebuilt following the Jewish people's return from exile. Right. And warns against an unduly materialistic approach to the worship of God. Okay. 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 Which, yep. Um, we kind of got that in, the, in yeah. the reading of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, so. the empty... Um, ritualistic right. stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, so in the beginner or beginning <laughs> of the chapter, um, this that part contains the rebuke to ecclesiasticism. And I was like, okay, I've heard of Ecclesiastes. Right. But what is Ecclesiasticism? Right. Right. Yes. Um, it's an exaggerated attachment to the practices or principles of religion. And as such, building human walls around God, thereby breeding unreality and intolerance. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of like that term, actually. Right. Because it's very relevant to today, I feel. Yes. So yes. That, that's that's very interesting. It, it, to me, is a lot to do with evangelicalism. Right, or, right. Or, you know, charismatic preachers kind of thing, yes, right? Yeah. Like all of those Televangelists, terms, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, all right? of those terms kind of go together. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, I, I wanted to include that because I really appreciate that term. Yeah. Okay, so next we get into, let's talk about verse three, okay? Verse three goes, but whoever sacrifices a bull is like one who kills a person and whoever offers a lamb is like one who breaks a dog's neck. Yeah. Whoever makes a grain offering is like one who presents pig's blood. And whoever burns memorial incense is like one who worships an idol. They have chosen their own ways and they delight in their abomination. Yeah, and I was right. kind of confused because like it's the, similar huh? things that they do for God. So Similar, they, but not the same. Sure. The Jerusalem Bible describes this verse and another one that I'll get to momentarily as... A fragment condemning pagan mysteries. Okay. 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 So again, similar but not the same. Sure. Okay. So I, I guess if you're in the business of sacrificing animals to gods, you would know better as to which sacrificing is the correct sacrificing, which obviously since we don't do any of that shit. Right. We don't know. But moreover, <laughs> not only do you need to be worshiping correctly 
you need to also be worshiping for the right reasons. Sure. And not just going through the motions. Right, right. So it, those are two separate things and those are both addressed. Okay. And a lot of people were either going through the motions, according to Isaiah. Yeah. Were either going through the motions or were pretending that it was for one God while they were actually doing it for a pagan God. Got it. But we could also say that some people were trying to start combining these religions into one. Well, and that happened even in like, that still happened. Yes. Regardless. Yes. It's still something that happened when they've like Christianity does incorporate pagan. Yes. So. Right. It didn't ever fully um rectify pulled, it it never pulled away from that it nearly adopted and adapted sure and just changed its tune depending on what was convenient at the day right right so let's move on to verse 12 okay you will nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knees remember we had a question about what the fuck is dandling yeah I'm, i was how curious. do you how does one dandle right we had it exactly right. I mean, based on context, it means to move something such as a baby or young child up and down in a playful or affectionate way, hmm. like bouncing them on your knee. I mean, that's, that's just dandling. what it sounded like to me. So. It, it did, but you can never take things for granted. That is true. That is true. And it also sounded really close to diddle. And <laughs> it just made me need to look it up just to make sure. Sure. So verse 17 was the other one that the Jerusalem Bible describes as a fragment condemning pagan mysteries. Okay. And that reads, those who consecrate and purify themselves to go into the gardens following one who is among those who eat the flesh of pigs, rats, and other unclean things. Right. So that was the other one there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to verse 19. And I will set a sign among them and I will send those that escape of them unto the nations to Tarshish, Lydia, and Lud that draw the bow, to Tubal and Javan, to the isles afar off. Right. Now, I may have read that differently from the way I read it um, in yesterday's. Yeah. Because um, these different places are going to be named differently depending on which translation you're reading. Sure. The one that we were reading went straight to the interpretation that is readable. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the names that are listed in this verse are um, distant outposts of the world known to Israel at that time, which we commented <laughs> on specifically. Yes, yes. So Tarshish, um, which was a place that I mentioned in yesterday's and today's. Yeah. Um, that is Spain, France, and Italy. Okay. So that extended further than I thought, actually. Sure. Yeah. Um. Pool is a region in Africa. Lud is Libya, which yesterday we read Libya because I remember right, it was right. the Libyans. Yeah. And um, but in this translation, um, the King James, I believe it's it says Lud. Got it. But what they mean by that is Libya. So now we know. Okay. Um, Tubal was one of the early guys um, from way back. Sure. And um, his tribe settled in the northeastern of Europe. Or Russia. So oh, that's wow. that area, which again, that's even kind further. Of, yeah, right. Further afield. Yep. Um, the one that we read yesterday said Greece, the one in um today's that I just read. Yeah. Um, the King James says Javon, which is a Greek name for Greece. Got it. So Got it. there you go. Okay. 
Okay, so now we know where those are. And that's the whole world according to Israel at that time. <laughs> that's the whole fucking world. So when it's God said the whole world. world exactly. Yeah, so yeah. when God was saying the whole world, that's the only bit of the world he knew. Got it. Yep. Okay, so we're going to move on to verse 21. And I have a little bit to say about this. Okay. Okay. Um, verse 21 says, and I will select some of them also to be priests and Levites, yes. says the Lord. Yes. And we had a problem with that because we were like, wait a minute. Yeah. What was our question about the Levites? Well, they're supposed to be from the tribe of Levi. Levi. Right. So that's, you can't select people into a tribe. Right. So um, apparently that was a very good question that we had. And it depends on which school of thought that you're in. Um, remember when we first started reading the Bible and the Torah specifically, and we learned about all the different, um, like the Deuteronomist and the P yes, ones and yes. the J ones and all that. Right. Okay. So this gets into which author you think that some of this stuff falls under. Okay. Okay. So some scholars propose that those parts of the Torah attributed to the Elohist, remember? The e, yeah. Those were the ones that like were leaning towards Elohim as opposed to the Yahweh. Right. Right. Um, that was very early in the Bible. That was basically Genesis, early. mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they seem to treat Levite as a descriptive attribute for someone particularly suited to the priesthood okay rather than as a firm designation of a tribe and believe that moses and aaron are being portrayed as part of the joseph group rather than being part of a tribe called levi huh so that's interesting yeah um i have a little bit more on that jawist passages have more and that was the ones that we called the j right guys or whatever yep. i can't remember the word that we used sure um, they have more ambiguous language traditionally interpreted as referring to a person named Levi. They could also be interpreted as just referring to a social position titled Levi. Okay. And then the priestly source, the P documents, remember? Yeah. Um, which critical scholars view as originating centuries later, portray the Levites firmly established as a tribe, period, the end. And as the only tribe with the right to become priests. Right. And that was the majority of what we read. Yes. You know, somewhat, at least with, like, they were very adamant about. They the were Levites. adamant. Yes. So. And, um, and that's what we got stuck with. You sure. and I, that's, they put that in our head and we thought that that was the way it was. Yeah. And that was written, um, several centuries after the, the earlier parts. Got it. So. Got it. So it depends on time, who's reading what and interpreting it in which yeah, way. At that time, it was important that Levi be a tribe. Now where we're at in Isaiah, it's like, nah, it was just a position. Whatevs. Right. Okay. So many scholars hold that it is very likely that priestly groups such as the Levites existed during the first temple period since the existence of cultic groups of that kind were very common within the ancient Near East. Okay. So it was likely that it was just you were chosen to that position because it that was a cult. Okay. Okay. Sure. So we had a very good question, which I always appreciate <laughs> that. Okay. So we were paying good attention. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Mm. Moving on to verse 24. And they will go out and look on the dead bodies of those who rebelled against me. The worms that will eat them will not die. The fire that burns them will not be quenched and they will be loathsome to all mankind. Right. Um, there was lots of like fire and shit in that. Yeah. In the interpretation that we read. This is virtually the only passage to speak of lasting judgment and comparable to hell. Yeah. And I we mean, commented and on that at the we time. Did, yeah. Yeah. So I found that interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that is the majority of chapter 66 as a whole. But then I found a rabbit hole. Okay. And I had to talk about it. Do you remember when we were saying that um, the whole sending out and bringing back of people was very like, oh, those were like the first missionaries? Yes. Yes. Okay. So there was this guy. Um, I, sometimes I will read from a Christian perspective, perspective just sure. to try to like compare and contrast and, you know, because I'm trying to do my due diligence and stuff. Right. 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 So he was talking about this group that um, that claimed to be from descended from directly from the tribe of Manasseh. Okay. 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 And I was like, what? <laughs> so I had to read up on that. Okay. Sure. Because he was selling this as, okay, let me just read this. As part of God's ultimate work, as the missionaries go out, the people of Israel ultimately come back in a magnificent regathering, right? Okay. Yeah. That, you know, the missionaries go out and then more and more people come in and Israel and all the Jews get back together and it's just a great party. Sure. Right. Yeah. And Israel is rebuilt and wonderful. And then, you know, according to the Christians, Christ comes back and, and right. it's just, it's a whole party. Yeah. Okay. So this guy says, this is partially fulfilled now in Israel's regathered state, which, okay, I see why you would say that. Right. In 1951, there was supposedly remarkable example of modern day regathering. This, this is the group that I was like, excuse me, what? Right. Okay. The Benai Manash or children of Manasseh, known as the Shinglung in India... Okay. Is a community of Indian Jews from various Tibeto-Burmese ethnic groups from the border of India and Burma who claim descent from one of the lost tribes of Israel. And some of them have adopted Judaism. Hmm. The community has around 10,000 members. The movement began in 1951 when a tribal leader reported having a dream that his people's ancient homeland was Israel. Yeah, he just had this dream, okay? So okay. some tribal members began embracing the idea that they were Jews after that. Okay. okay, yeah. Before the movement start, the community was largely a Christian one, okay? Okay. Israeli Rabbi Eliyahu Avichel named these people the Benai Manash based on their account of descent from Manasseh. Okay, and they did like all this research and they were able to name so many family members like all the way back and like an Ancestry.com kind of chart thing or whatever. Yeah. And it seemed totally legit. And so like, okay, sounds legit. That's okay. really cool. Y'all right. come on in, right? Sure. Come back to Israel. And some did. 
Sure. Okay. However, and I wrote however in like all caps and bold, <laughs> period, in 2003. So, I mean, this is like somewhat recent. Somewhat recent. Right. And still going. Okay. Okay. In 2003, DNA testing of several hundred male community members did not yield conclusive evidence of Middle Eastern ancestry. According to a scholar involved with the project, researchers found no genetic evidence of Middle Eastern ancestry for the men. And they tested like 350 men or somewhere thereabouts. Sure. Okay. Now, I did write a note. The study has not been published in a peer-reviewed journal. And that's very important because peer review is how the scientific process works. Sure. Um, Somebody makes a claim and they make it boldly by... Um, publishing and then other scientists come behind or researchers come behind and um you know add their two cents right so you know that's that's what we got okay yeah um so it's not been peer-reviewed however you know people have spoke up about it right and they're like "Eh, i don't think so guys right okay in 2004 so the very next year kolkata's central forensic science laboratory posted a paper at genome biology on the internet and this also has not been peer peer reviewed okay okay they tested a total of 414 people from the tribal communities and they found no evidence among the men indicating middle eastern origin okay so it's sounding very likely that there's no connection correct okay Okay. and and i am going somewhere with this i promise Okay. okay and this will tie into exactly what's happening today And that's why I had to include it. Okay. Okay? So the results rather indicated the tribe were distinctly East and Southeast Asian in origin. Okay. Okay. In 2005, a Kolkata-based study found evidence of a maternally descended Near Eastern ancestry, but suggested the findings were an artifact of thousands of years of intermarriage between peoples of the Near and Middle East. So, I mean, we're talking three different studies at this point that are all like, nah. Right. I mean, again, none of them are peer-reviewed, but dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let's not, let's not uh, put all our hopes and prayers in this, okay? <laughs> so, in the early 21st century, so that would be early 2000s, which is where we are, yeah. um, Israel halted immigration by the B'nai Menashe. Because they had invited them. They were like, come on in. Y'all come back to Israel. This is awesome. You know, we want everybody who is even a little bit Jewish to get on over here because we got that second coming thing or what the fuck ever. Right. You know, depending if you're Jewish or Christian, but it's a party in Israel. Sure. Okay. So um, in early 2000, um, Israel halted immigration by the B'nai Menashe. But after a change in government, the immigration was allowed again. Okay. Hmm, okay. The chief rabbi of Israel ruled in 2005 that the Benai Menashe, Benai Menashe, I keep pronouncing it different sure, every time. Sure. I'm sorry. That's right. Were recognized as part of a lost tribe. Okay. In spite of evidence to the contrary. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Again, all caps and bold. However, period. <laughs> and this is where shit got real for me. Okay. okay. I'm wrapping it up and I'm bringing it back around. There's this awesome social scientist called Dr. Lev Grinberg. He's the director of the Humphrey Institute for Social Research at the Ben-Gurion University of the Negev, Israel. 
Okay. okay? Yep. He's also well-renowned in his field. And um, I was like reading all up on him and I'm kind of in love with him now. And I want to learn everything about him. Okay. He commented that, quote, right-wing Jewish groups wanted such conversions of distant people to boost the population in areas disputed by the dun 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 Palestinians. Oh, okay. Right? right? Yep. Right? Yep. So that's where it stands today. I see. So that's that's a large part of the response. That's what's happening with the um the settlements and things like that. They're uh-huh. they're a large part of those settlements and things. Some of them, yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. Yeah. That pretty much was like, it blew my mind. Yeah. And I I was blown away because this is thousands of years ago, there were these tribes, right? And then today we are impacted by, did those tribes exist? And let's at least pretend that they do so that we can take these people's land and so that we can create this whole religious autocracy thing, this whole fascist world takeover thing in Israel and, you know, whatever. And sure. the fact that our our country is impacted by this, like, yeah. that's crazy to me today. This is happening today. Yeah. So I had to go down that rabbit hole once I read all that. <laughs> Well, that's good information for right? sure. Yeah. Right. And relevant to today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely, definitely interesting. Interesting, inflammatory. Right. Um, Mind blowing, mind boggling. <laughs> like, and, and you know what? Here's, here's the hard part. Like part of me really, really wanted these people to be legit descendants from the tribe of Manasseh because Think about the historical impact, right? Sure. Think about how amazing that is. That if you could trace your family heritage all the way back that far to a tribe that existed in the Torah. Right. Think about that. Like just crazy. Just from a literary and historical, like if I'm not living on this planet and I'm just reading a book about it, right? Mm -hmm. Think of how awesome that would be. The researcher in me, the objective researcher that's uninvolved in this planet, really just was wowed out at the prospect. I there there is a slight question I have about that, and that's that. I mean, if we really take this at at, at some level, we all descended from the same groups of people, well, sure. according to the especially according to the Bible, right? Right. Of course. So the fact that Israel at all distinguishes between this person and that person seems a little xenophobic to me. Uh, no, totally. You know, totally. like if they want to be, you know, Israelites, if they want to, if they want to join, you know, Judaism, shouldn't they just welcome the, them in regardless of ancestry or whatever, right? Well, and they did. They, they did after some back and forth. Sure. So there's still some xenophobia there. Sure. On one side of the political spectrum or, or whatever. Well, they were, they were allowed to convert to Judaism. They were allowed to come there and learn Hebrew okay. and they were allowed to convert to the religion and, and start learning all of the practices and all of that. They were allowed that. But the question was whether or not they would be granted. Okay. We see that you're like Jewish to use um, 
uh, George Santos's phrase. Um, he he claimed to be Jewish, and then um, you know people were like, "No, you're not." And he was like, "I said I was Jew-ish," <laughs> and so. I'm I'm stealing that phrasing and applying it to these people. Yeah. And the people of Israel were like, okay, we see that you are acting Jew-ish, but the question is actually, but are you of Jewish descent? Are you Jewish? Right. And that was what they were trying to prove. And that's what they hoped to prove. And the the guy in charge, whatever his name is, the rabbi there was like, yeah, totally. I prove this. You are totally from the lost tribe of Manasseh. Right. Because Judaism essentially is more than just a religion. It is actually a race of people, essentially. In so far as races exist, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, Um, it's treated that way sometimes at the very least. Like, that is... It's how we're able to find... From what I could understand from what I was reading on this, what they were looking for was certain Y chromosomes. And that's why they did more testing of men than women. Um. They did do a testing of women, but it was really hard to differentiate because of intermarriages. Yeah. And because they traveled, you know. Sure. Um, what is that word where you, you travel? Uh, uh, em- immigrate. They they immigrated across the the land or whatever. Um, so they were looking for a certain type of Y chromosome in men that would indicate not that they were Jewish, but they could tell what region they were from at that time. So it it it's kind of like a okay, we we see not what you are, we see what you're not. Right. And right. that kind of uh empty space, if you will, yeah. tells us what you are. Gotcha. So it okay. it's a it's a tricky thing because you know, you don't want to say, Yeah, we could totally tell from your DNA that you are XYZ. Sure, sure. No, I get it. Yeah. All right. Well, that is that all you've got for us today? That is all I got for us today. All right. Well, that was Isaiah chapters 63. Three, four, five, and six. But mostly 66. It was chapter 66. Um, Q&A. Yeah. And so we will be back tomorrow with... Our Isaiah wrap-up. All right. And then after that, we'll be doing the contradictions. And I'll be getting out the weekly wrap-up for the whole week. And then we'll be back on Monday starting... Jeremiah chapter 1. Yeah, we'll see you then. Okie dokie. Husband! Wife! What are we doing today? Well, we have finished Isaiah, so that means that today we are doing... A wrap-up. Yeah, we're finishing it up. We're we're going over the shit. We're yes. We're ending Isaiah. We're almost out of here. Yeah. Tomorrow we've got you're always wrong. And then we'll be officially done. Yes. And it can't happen soon enough. <laughs> Did you want to give us a sneak peek of anything we're going over today or just get right into it? Um, we're just mostly talking about what the book entailed and who was Isaiah and how do we view it today kind of thing. So, okay. I mean, it's a lot of it's stuff that we may have discussed before, but that I thought deserved a recap. Put it at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. You ready to do this? I am. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Okay, so we are summarizing the book of Isaiah and wrapping that shit up. Okay. 
if you had to give a summary of Isaiah, like just a brief overview, could you do it? Um, I think my brief overview would be they can't decide who's writing the fucking book. Yeah. And um, God wants to kill us all and save us all. Yes. That's the gist of it. And he still really loves the Israelites and also hates them. Oh, and the New Testament loves it. Yes, they do. So They really do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that about does it. I guess we're out. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So the book of Isaiah is the first of the latter prophets. Okay. In the Hebrew Bible. And the first of the major prophets in the Christian Old Testament. Got it. So just depends on how you... Talk See about it, and, it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It is identified by a superscription as the words of the 8th century BCE prophet Isaiah ben Amoz. Unless, of course, you skip to the part where it's not the 8th century and it's later. Yeah. Where yeah. somebody else is writing it for him. Exactly. Yeah. BCE. 8th BCE. BCE. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, the book of Isaiah is a collection of prophecies and oracles delivered by the prophet Isaiah, hypothetically, over a period of several decades in the 8th and 7th centuries BCE. That's a very friendly way of putting that. Yes. Um, We're going to break it down a little bit more as we, you know, go through this, but that's the general overview. Okay. Okay. All right. The book is divided into two main parts, 1st Isaiah and 2nd Isaiah. Okay. That's separate from, remember, we decided... um, Later on, that it was also broken up into three different parts. Right. That's not confusing at all. No. It just, um, people have divided it in in using different methods. Okay. So, um, a lot of scholars view it as 1st Isaiah and 2nd Isaiah. Which is essentially and, where Isaiah might have written it uh, compared to where Isaiah definitely didn't write it. No, that would be, the way they do that is more the... Um, the three sections. The three sections. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's how they determine the time period. Okay. Um, this one is just more based on the purpose and material of the books. Ah. Okay. So first Isaiah, um, would consist of chapters one through thirty-nine. Remember, there's a total of sixty-six. Yep. So one through thirty-nine. Um, First Isaiah is primarily concerned with the judgment and salvation of the kingdom of Judah. Right. Isaiah condemns the people of Judah for their idolatry, injustice, and hypocrisy. He warns them that God's judgment is coming, but he also promises that a remnant of faithful people will be saved. That's a pretty good, I think, summary of First Isaiah. Was that right? Did he did he walk around naked in the First Isaiah? I think so. Okay. I just wanted. One of the check. I you just wanted that. to say Isaiah walked around. Well, naked. I mean, that's good shit. That is some that, good that's shit. Some, that's, a, that's a juicy bit, you know? That is a juicy bit. Yeah. yeah. I, that didn't make it into my notes, and mm. it should have. Yeah, so right. that's that's on me. <laughs> a second Isaiah consists of chapters 40 through 66. Okay. And second Isaiah was written during the Babylonian exile. Right. After the kingdom of Judah had been conquered and destroyed. Right. In these chapters, Isaiah offers a message of hope and consolation to the exiled Israelites. He assures them that God will deliver them from exile and restore them to their homeland. He also prophesies the coming of a Messiah who will establish a new kingdom of justice and peace. Mm. We'll get into the Messiah a little bit later. Yeah. But... 
Um, the Messiah that they're referring to there is Cyrus. Right. So, right. Um, but again, we'll talk about that, that later. That he calls by name, apparently. Because, you know. Yeah. He prophesied it that well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, another way to organize the chapters is thus. Um, and this is also split in two. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this is split exactly in half. Chapters 1 through 33 and then chapters 44. I'm sorry, 34 through 66. What is the purpose of that? Um, it's just, just to split an, it in half? It's an, another way that uh, scholars view it. Okay. So in chapters 1 through 33, if we're going to divide it out this way, um, this section warns of judgment and promises restoration for Judah, Jerusalem, and the nations. God has a plan which, when realized, will see Jerusalem as the center of his worldwide rule. On that day, all the nations of the world will come to Zion, Jerusalem, okay. for instructions. But first, the city must be punished and cleansed of evil. Israel is invited to join in this plan. Because remember, he's mostly talking to Judah at that point. Right. Um, the significance of the Assyrian judgment, and keep that in mind, Assyrian judgment against Israel is explained. Righteous rule by the Davidic king will follow after the arrogant Assyrian monarch is brought down. Okay. Preparation of the nations for Yahweh's world rule is announced, and it is further announced that a royal savior, the Messiah, will emerge in the aftermath of Jerusalem's punishment. So you can see that this is phrased a little bit differently. Um, even though it covers the same material, the focus is different. Sure. Um and in this breakdown, um, chapters 34 through 66 presume that judgment has been pronounced and restoration follows soon. The oppressor, who is now identified as Babylon rather than Assyria, right, which is one of the ways in which we can tell that um, there might have been at least two, if not many more authors, right, right. is about to fall. It is prophesied that Yahweh will return the redeemed exiles to Jerusalem. And we are told of the faithfulness of King Hezekiah to Yahweh during the Assyrian siege as a model for the restored community. The restoration of Zion is taking place because Yahweh, the creator of the universe, has designated the Persian king Cyrus the Great as the (laughs) promised Messiah and temple builder. Right. It is, quote unquote, predicted that a suffering servant will be the Messiah, the one that the prophet speaks of in the previous verses. We then read an exhortation to Israel to keep the covenant. God's eternal promise to David is now made to the people of Israel and Judah at large. The book ends by enjoining righteousness as the final stages of God's plan come to pass including the pilgrimage of the nations to Zion and the realization of Yahweh's kingship. Wow, that is very, um, that, 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 that is a very uh, happy version right. for people who believe in God Yes, that you just portrayed there. Yes. Because that is, There's, that is like I, I can see how they got that. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, that is so far from what I was hearing. And that's why I wanted to include these different ways to break it down. Because now that, like, I had read those and I read from those a little bit before we started. Yeah. 
And we didn't really get the full impact of that because we hadn't read it yet. Sure. Now that we've read it, we can look back at the way that people are studying this and going, oh, you're dumb. These fuckers have beer goggles when they fucking read the Bible. Yeah. They're like, oh, I love, I love God. He's such a great guy. Oh, my God. (laughs) You ain't right. (laughs) So, as we uh, discussed, you scholars today attribute the entire book, or even most of it, to one person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hilarious. However, the book's essential unity has become a focus in more recent research. Okay. Meaning that it doesn't all (laughs) work together, because obviously other people wrote it. Right, but... That would that would be saying that we recognize that it's written by other people, but the unity, what they mean by that is all the messages combined together from all these different authors over time period. Oh. That's what unity means. I the, don't I didn't I mean the unity was very simple simple because yes. the unity was essentially God is going to save people, but he's also going to punish people. The unity is Follow these rules and fear God. The rule, the the unity right. is just the message that we've been hearing since early on. I was just going to say, hasn't it always been that message? Yeah, like yeah. it's the same fucking message. It's just coming from a different prophet. Sure. And it's not. And he's putting a little more skin in the game. To be perfectly honest with you, I didn't, I didn't feel a lot of unity in how the book, you know, went through. Like it, it there was, there was definitely different tones and different, um, ways that things were handled throughout this book okay keep in mind because i i don't disagree i do agree with you but keep in mind that a this is our first read through b we don't really fully understand a lot of the history and context of what was going on at the time we're still piecing it all together sure as non-academics and non-scholars and um See, we're reading a chapter at a time over a very long time period yeah. and losing a lot of like what happened in the beginning of the book versus where we just finished. So I think I think you're making a fair critique, but I also think that it's not necessarily a fair critique in that you have to take into consideration all those other points. I guess. I guess I, I just didn't find a lot of um, consistency in how it was written sure. and what it was written about because. And that's why the scholars break it down into different parts. Right. Right. Obviously. Obviously. But the, the, the beautiful version that we're trying to pitch is that Isaiah wrote the whole fucking thing and predicted all the things. You, you know what I mean? Like right. that, that does not, that can't ever work in my head. No, I get That's it. That's never going to be a thing that is going to say... I, I'm never going to say Isaiah was written by Isaiah. No, that, I... That, that's just I not totally how it happened. I totally agree with you. And and they weren't trying to say that. When they say right. the essential unity, they're not trying to say I got the it. book was written by one guy. They're trying to say, no, this clearly was written by a bunch of guys who are all trying to say a very similar thing and who added to each other's messages. I so get they're it. looking at the... Um, the bulletin board and not the individual pieces and the authors of each note that's pinned on the board. But I guess what we're talking about, so the, I, the, I may be getting too far ahead here, but the part that bothers me, I guess, is that 
we are talking about God, right? And God's message, and it's being it's being told to us hypothetically through Isaiah. And so you and I, based on reading this and based on some of the research we've done, mm-hmm. know that that is not true. Right. Like, there are other writers, right? Yes. So essentially, what Isaiah is to me is a big, fat fucking lie. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. 100%. And, and why does God... Why does God need to have people lie for him? Totally Why does agree. God need to spread a message that is not truthful? Well, because there is no such thing as God. No, I I get that. I, I, obviously, I get that. Right. But what I don't get is how people can't see that. Like, why is that not a question that people have? Why does God, in his book, have to lie to us? Um, I think you know the answer. Right. <laughs> so I'm not even gonna because no, I, I, I know, think I, know. I think you know the answer. Okay, so moving on, it was held as a consensus through most of the twentieth century, so the nineteen hundreds, yep. that the book comprises three separate collections of oracles. And that's where we get into the proto, deutero, and trito. Right. Okay. okay. And we kind of switched from the first and second Isaiah to the proto deutero trito because I didn't fully grasp um, that there they had split these up into different groups for different methods of study and at, at different time periods sure, of study. Sure. So um, that's uh, that's another reason I wanted to kind of include all this so I could like straighten us out a little bit. Got it. Okay. So in proto Isaiah. That's chapters 1 through 39, which that is very consistent with the first half or thereabouts. Right. Um, 1 through 39 is also the exact same measure as 1st Isaiah. And in my recollection, those were the ones that were more or less attributed to Isaiah. Correct. Um, Proto-Isaiah contains the words of the 8th century BCE prophet Isaiah. Right. Yes. So basically a little over... Half the book. Sure. First Isaiah. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, chap- sorry, I scrolled and lost my place. <laughs> Chapters 40 through 55. So now we're taking that second block of second Isaiah and splitting it into two. Sure. Okay. Yep. So um, the first part of that, chapters 40 through 55, we call Deutero Isaiah or the book of consolation. Okay. And I don't recall having seen that before. Okay. Maybe I said it, but like I said, I don't recall I can't recall, recall it. honestly. Um, this is the work of an anonymous 6th century BCE author writing during the exile. This section describes how God will make Jerusalem the center of his worldwide rule through a royal savior, the Persian king Cyrus the Great, who will destroy the oppressor, Babylon. Yeah. Cyrus is merely a tool. He is the agent God uses to bring about Yahweh's kingship. Isaiah speaks out against the corrupt leaders and for the disadvantaged and roots righteousness in God's holiness rather than in Israel's covenant. Okay. Which I was like, whoa, say that again? Yeah. Um, He talks more about how God is awesome, so we owe God this and God is going to find him his own self pleasurable. Remember, we yes, were making I do fun of that. that. Yeah, yeah, um, and that was more what was concentrated on in that section than the actual covenant that God made with Israel. Got it. Like, 
it's more about the relationship than the covenant, if right, that makes right, sense. Yeah. Which we kind of realize that, but this phrasing of it like really brings that home, like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So then the latter half of second Isaiah chapters 56 through 66 was Trito Isaiah. Sure. That's what we just finished up. Yeah. An anthology of oracles by unknown prophets, about 12 passages composed in the years immediately following the return from exile in Babylon. Okay. Trito Isaiah concerns Jerusalem, the temple, the Sabbath, and ultimately Israel's salvation. And that makes sense. They talked a lot about the rebuilding of Jerusalem and mm-hmm. Zion, you know, Zion. Yep. And what's um, going to happen and, and how how pretty it's going to be in the new yeah. heavenses. So the book can be read as an extended meditation on the destiny of Jerusalem into and after the exile. Which sure. that is a very, I don't know if I would call it a meditation. Right, um, yeah. That, that gets very uh, fairy tale language for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I... I know that a lot of people that read the Bible, quote unquote, you know, they don't really, they read bits and pieces, right? They, right. they take out bits and pieces. And I could see how you could make this beautiful because well, yeah. because almost every single chapter that we read had a really beautiful thing about sure. the believers, right? So like if you, if you chose to read the quotes about what the believers are going to receive coming into yes. this or and that or the other. And you don't read any of the other stuff. Right. Yeah. And it would sound fucking wonderful, right? Yeah. But- we're reading it. We're actually reading it. And it's not. It's fucking trash. And God's fucking us. He's a fucking psychopath. What I think this actually just came to my head. And um, you can tell me to STFU if you want. Okay. I think it might be kind of fun to maybe when we're completely done with the Bible, mm-hmm. follow a devotional for a year. Oh, God. And just to compare the devotional of how they take out various unrelated verses it that happen be... to have the same message and be like, no, fuck you. This word love or what the fuck ever in this, like you're taking it completely out of context and you know you are, asshole. I mean, it could be interesting, but I don't know if I have it in me to do that. Right, right. <laughs> I just, I think it would be just something to consider. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's just put it out. Right. Put it out right. there. Okay. Okay. I'll, right. I'll type it in like one of our extra ideas to sure. think about, Paige. Sure. Yeah. All right, so next section that I want to get into is who wrote Isaiah, which we already kind of know. Yeah. So the authorship of the book of Isaiah has been reexamined and debated by many scholars. No doubt. Some claim that style changes, time hops, and shift in word choice indicate as many as three separate authors. Others argue for hundreds of contributors, (laughs) perhaps disciples of Isaiah, compiling his ideas and building on his work. Hmm. Or maybe these disciples contributed nothing and only collected Isaiah's words throughout his ministry. Sure. So. And I, you know what? I actually could believe that it was not Isaiah writing the, the beginning bits because there was parts where they wrote about Isaiah. Right. And if you're Isaiah, I don't feel like you would write about Yourself Isaiah. in the third person. Yeah, only Trump be, does be something so really, asinine and weird. Right. Yeah. And there was there were some times where there was some, you know, things like that happening as far as him speaking sure. too. Sure. And that would be very odd. If he was writing himself that way. Yeah. And I think that disciples writing it, writing his words for him also would explain some of the, wait, who's talking? Is this Isaiah talking as God or is this 
Isaiah talking as God talking as Israel? Or, <laughs> like, remember that was so confusing for yes, a while. It really like, was. And they were very bad on using pronouns. And yes. We couldn't tell what was going on half the time. Yeah, so. it was very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame myself for that. No, no. At all. No. Okay, so the earliest manuscript of Isaiah was found among the Dead Sea Scrolls dating from 175 BCE. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah was one of the most popular works among Jews in the period between the foundation of the Second Temple, circa 515 BCE, and its destruction by the Romans in 70 CE. Okay. So think about that time period. Yeah. Um. Jesus, if we're to believe he was born in year zero, right, he would have been very influenced by Isaiah. Definitely, definitely. So that kind and it of would have puts... more of a like it would have a um, an in the moment meaning, yes, because the Romans just like that's not even something that we discussed, right? Because it's not in Isaiah, sure, but it would have a very relevant meaning in that moment. Yes. Because they could interpret it to mean this is that moment, not the prior. Right. Exactly. So that's, exactly. that is actually really interesting. Yeah. I, I saw those dates and I was like, oh, like, like I, I just got goosebumps. That's literally nothing we talked about at all. Right. But I, but And it doesn't say it in my notes either. Right. It's something that occurred to me as I'm looking at it. I'm like, hold on. 70 CE. It, Jesus it's is year zero, to, yeah, right? So like so, obviously... They were under, well, I mean, and we know that they were under Roman control because that's when Jesus got in trouble from the Romans, right? So they were being, you know, they were exiled to Roman, to Rome, you know, like Rome had control of the Israelites. Yes. So if Isaiah was popular prior to the Roman takeover, obviously it still held sway. And so the ideas in Isaiah, and especially because they became very prevalent in the New Testament. Right. That's what I'm saying. We almost know without a doubt that it is all very much pointed to that book book and and, and that they were interpreting it within their own time. Yeah. That's that's really interesting, actually. Yeah, it really is. I'm glad that that came up because I that puts a whole new spin on like the entire The entire New Fucking Testament is gonna be like, oh, I know where you came from. Yeah, no, that, you, that's really cool. You were written, like, in one day. Okay, and again, really, I mean, but... obviously, we're just, you know, hypothesizing this right. ourselves because we didn't read this anywhere, but right. it makes a lot of fucking sense. Right. Well, I mean, if you think about this, um, Rome destroyed the temple in 70, right? Okay. Yep. So when Jesus was, like, a 35-year-old man walking around Rome and doing his thing, and Isaiah was, like... Right at its height before it got trampled along with the temple, right? Um, yeah. So you're, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see you're, what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. They. So. It was popular up until 70, obviously, because that's when the Romans came in and then yeah. the war was a thing, basically. Yeah. And being subjugated and all that. Yeah. So. But Jesus would have been walking around during this time and, you like know. Like a hundred years later. What do you mean? Well, the temple got sacked by the Romans in 70 BCE, right? Yeah. No. 70 CE. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's why I stressed oh, oh, that. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I gotcha. Yeah. So if Jesus is, you know, born year 0, what the fuck ever, 
why ever our calendar has to be that way. Sure. He's a 35-year-old man walking around and walking around and Rome is like 35 years out from destroying the temple. And they're already under their control too. Yes. And so and the book of Isaiah is like at the height of fame. Right. That's what I was that's what I was trying to convey. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy that like they will say, um, yeah, Isaiah is so popular that they call him like the fifth gospel, but they don't explain why. Right. He's not the fifth gospel. He's the first gospel and everything else came out of it. Right. Like, fuck off. Yep. yep. So anyway, who was Isaiah? Um, uh, a naked madman. Right? He was a Judean prophet who served from the end of Uzziah's reign in 740 BCE mm-hmm. through 701 BCE when Hezekiah sat on the throne. Got it. It is at least possible that his ministry lasted much longer, extending back through Uzziah's reign and forward to the time of Manasseh okay. in 696 to 642 BCE. Okay, whatever. Who cares? I doubt he was there the whole time because that would make yeah. him like 100 years old or more. Sure. So. so whatever. During the time of these prophecies, Israel and Judah were in danger of being swallowed by the Assyrian Empire because... You know, Assyria was out of control. They were taking over everything. Right, right. They were doing all the things. Isaiah spoke during this troubled time, revealing his people's unfaithfulness to God and foretelling the inevitable Babylonian captivity more than a century before Jerusalem was taken. Except that, as we already talked about, he was foretelling the Assyrian takeover because that's what was happening. Yes, and the Babylonian thing only happened because somebody else wrote about that instead yeah, later. exactly. But okay. Yeah. It is thought that he probably recorded these events and prophecies in Jerusalem not long after the end of his ministry. Isaiah's writings contrast a loving God with the sinful nation of Israel. Yeah, something God. like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and also... Those people are going to pay for their sins. Yeah. Like, okay, that's not a loving God, but, you know, whatever you want to think. But the prophet does more than merely promise disaster amid chaos and uncertainty. Isaiah focuses on the sovereignty of God and his compassionate and holy offer of salvation. You know the term holier than thou? Uh Uh-huh. I think people really like to feel holier than thou. I think God is holier than thou. And I feel like Isaiah gives people that ability to feel holier than thou. Mm -hmm. You can say, well, I'm better than you because I follow all the tenets and I truly believe, right? Yeah. And obviously you had your, um, all your crops die and all your, your livestock die because you are just a piece of shit. Obviously. And I am so much better than you are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, like, it, yeah. it's it's the same feeling I get from Christians today. Like, yeah. they, they have this thing where they're like, I am going to this perfect, wonderful place, and you are going to roast in goddamn hell. And you deserve it. Right? Yeah. You were born on the wrong continent, fuckface. <laughs> you were not born to people with money, fuckface. You apparently you... can't hear God. Fuckface. Because... Like, the rest of the sentence is always... Fuck face. Right, yeah. You know, like, yeah. okay, well, right. you just go on over there and do your thing, but yeah. stay out of my uterus, you know? 
Right. Amid chaos and uncertainty. I, oh, I just read that. Blah, blah, blah. Salvation. Salvation. Isaiah prophecies that God will turn from righteous anger and lead Israel out of captivity. This is a book of promises. It sure the what was. Mm -hmm. The assurance of God's holiness carries with it conviction and discipline, but the promise of mercy and salvation brings hope. Mm. And the people of Israel needed both discipline and hope. It must have been really shitty back then because the promise that he gave them didn't sound like a really great promise right? to me. Right? Think about how shitty your life must be if that sounds good. Yeah. Like, somebody has you in a dungeon, right? And they have broken your kneecaps and um, fed you, like, rat poop infested water. And they come along and they're like, all you have to do is xyz and for forgiveness basically whatever whatever it may be xyz and i will not pull off your fingernails yeah like oh my god sign me up for that plan (laughs) right like that's that's the idea that we are supposed to be excited about right like you're gonna not pull out my fingernails and i'm supposed to be grateful yeah that is bullshittery at oh, its i agree finest. that's that's why i had so much trouble with this book because I have it was feeling... so back and forth about how he was going to punish and, and and even when you were supposed to be following him or, or you were you were on the right path you were still supposed to fear him always because he could always turn and, and smite you or kill you or make you do be, be whatever it. Be on his period that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a feeling you are going to be so cranky during the New Testament. And I was already not looking forward (laughs) to it. So here's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Isaiah chapter 44 contains the first clear statement of monotheism. And I kind of vaguely remember that. Yeah, we talked about it. We noticed it. We said it. Yeah. Um. The verse, it's verse six in chapter 44, and it goes, I am the first and I am the last. Beside me, there is no God. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then he goes on um, to say some other stuff. But anyway, well, Yahweh had shown his superior to other gods before. In second Isaiah, he becomes the sole God of the world. Except for that later, we still ended up talking about multiple other gods. And I mean, it, it reverted back. Like they, they, they only held on to it for a moment, and then it was like in Isaiah. Yeah, I don't recall that. We it were talking like... about uh, what was the 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 deities the uh, the idols. Yeah, we were talking about idols, and then there was the capital. Uh, I can't remember what it was now, but okay. it was like uh, freedom, and I don't know. They started with there was like an F, and there was a something else. I can't remember what they started with, but. There were some sub-gods that, that came about at one point or something like that. Fortune and destiny? Yes, fortune and destiny. Okay, yes and no. Um, those were um, those were described as pagan idols, not as gods that exist. Okay. So, But they did capitalize them. As... As names. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. As names of y'all set the table for this bullshittery. Right. You know, right. 
you set aside. But they're still acknowledging that other people. They're they're at they're least acknowledging, acknowledging that other, other people people's are, beliefs, but right. they're not acknowledging that gods exist. That was always ten, tenuous, though, in the past too. They they talked a lot about idols in the past, so it's but not it's also, not a completely different tone. But they also talked a lot about um, the belief, or they talked a lot about God, the gods, and who is the best among them. You know what I mean? Sure. So, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I it's just, subtle, but I mean, yeah. But but they didn't. It didn't change dramatically, other than that statement that was made. Right. The, that statement was a strong push towards monotheism. But, right. Well, this is this is the first instant of it. Yeah, is yeah, what they're right. saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, he had shown his superiority to other gods before, which I said. Right. And um, in Second Isaiah, he becomes the sole god of the world. This model of monotheism became the defining characteristic of post-exilic Judaism and became the basis for Christianity and Islam. It's just funny to me, though, that they're saying monotheism, right? Yeah. This god hasn't even touched the islands or the, right. you know, these other far places that are not really that fucking far. Right. You know, and I'm like. If you are the only God, you should be telling us about the fucking Native Americans. You should be telling us about the um, people on the rest people of in the Japan planet. or whatever. You know, Russia. like you should know everything. Yeah. But no, you only know this small patch of land. That's right. it. Exactly. Which is because the only people that are that do know this are the people that are writing it. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whatever, whatever. I'm I'm going off about stupid shit. Stupid shit. It so, is stupid. Yeah. But that is all I had for today to summarize and yak about um, the book of Isaiah. All right. Sounds good. Well, that is our wrap up for today. Yep. And we will be back tomorrow with our... You're always wrong. Or contradictions episode. Sure as fuck will. And then I will get our weekly uh, replay together for all of our episodes this week. And then we will be back on Monday starting... Jeremiah was a bullfrog. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is and what we're doing? Well, it is the very end. And I mean the very, very end. The final. Isaiah, which means that we're doing. You're always wrong. That's correct. And uh, so you have some good stuff for us today? I have about 17 questions. Yeah. 17 questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You, uh, are you ready to get in this, into this? Yes. Yes, right. I am. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Okie dokie. Okay, so we just finished Isaiah and we did the wrap up and now we are getting into You're Always Wrong. Or Contradictions. Yes. Yes. That is that is also what it is called. Correct, yeah. But I like to say that you're always I wrong. I know I know you do. Yeah. Like like for example, question number one. Yeah. Is it necessary to keep the Sabbath? Whichever way you guess, you're wrong. Well, you're giving away the answer already. You have to pick one. Yes uh, or no. Those are your choices. Is it, What was the question again? Is it necessary to keep the Sabbath? Uh, I'm going to go with no. Right. According to Isaiah, God changed his mind about the Sabbath early that he had, you know, said early on. Yeah. And it is now an iniquity. 
Right. Because why well, and that's that's why I said no, because based on what we're reading now, he's mm-hmm. like, I as long as you are fearing me and blah 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 blah, that's the important part, not the not the actions, the 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 feeling is more important. However, however, <laughs> you're always wrong. Of course, it is necessary to keep the Sabbath. Of course, of course. Yeah. It is one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. And is a perpetual covenant, as stated in Exodus, Leviticus, and even Isaiah. Not to mention, that motherfucker killed a guy for picking up sticks on the Sabbath. I was just going to say, whoever defiles it shall surely be put to death. Yeah. According to Exodus and Numbers. Right? So, I mean, that's yeah. that's a strong punishment that he actually enforced. Yes. Early for it to, on. For it to be changed later, just offhandedly. I know. Later on, he's like, meh. Right? It's so dumb. But God never changes. That's what I heard. Fuck <laughs> you. Okay, number two. Does God help in times of need? Your choices no. are yes or no. 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 Well, I'm, I'm giving that answer based on my experience in this world. Sure, sure. So. Um, yeah, you're right. The answer is no. Um, in First Samuel, um, it's quoted, you shall cry out in that day and the Lord will not hear you. Yeah. In Psalms, it says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? Yeah. Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. But, you know, you know, I have to say, generally, the reasons that they give for God not helping is because you were being bad. You were being wrong. But sometimes he's just a dick. Sometimes he is just. A, and and he, he decides just for generations to not listen to people because he's like, mm-hmm. I don't like I'm them. Out. I don't like them this century. So I'm out. whatever. Fuck y'all. Peace, bitches. Yeah. And then in Isaiah, the Lord says, and when you spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Mm. Yay. When you make many prayers, I will not hear. Because <laughs> he's a poopy. He sure is. He and sure then is. Isaiah says, you are a God that hides thyself. Yeah. Yeah, he does. But guess what? I'm wrong. You're always wrong. Yeah. Because, of course, God helps you in your time of need. (laughs) In Psalms, it says, For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. Neither has he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard. Mm, Yeah. Mm. And it also says in Psalms, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Yeah. And then it also says in Psalms, the Lord is near to all who call upon him. Hmm. That's that's very that's cute. nice. Yeah, that's cute, and and only relevant to people that get something that they want. Mm-hmm. So he's adorable. Yeah, it's a lie. Did whatever. you find your keys? Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number three, we've covered this one multiple times, but we always cover it as we cover new material. Okay. Can God be seen? Yes or no? Ah, uh, um, he and I. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with no. Really? Well, only because I he has said it adamantly that you cannot see him and he's not going to show his face to people. But he's also said the opposite. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I will go with no. You're going to go with no. Yeah. Okay. No, God is invisible and cannot be seen. And if you do see him, you'll fucking die. Mm-hmm. In Exodus, it says, there shall no man see me and live. So, yeah, you're totally right. But guess what? I'm um, correct. You're always wrong. I'm always wrong about that. Abraham saw God several times. Isaac saw him twice. Jacob saw God face to face and beat him in a wrestling match. Yeah. Although that might have been an angel of the Lord, not the Lord himself. Yeah, that was questionable. So I'll let that one pass. Right. 
Moses spoke to God face to face and even got a peek at God's backside. He sure did. I remember sure that. Did. But I mean, he so technically he didn't speak to him face to face. He just saw his ass. Wow. So I'm just saying. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 elders saw God. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Job saw God after God and Satan tormented him and killed his children. <laughs> and Isaiah, a man of unclean lips, saw God sitting on a throne below some six-winged seraphim. Why Why was he, the unclean lips? Why did he have unclean lips? I don't remember that. Bit. I don't either, but that's what it said in the thing I was using. And I thought maybe you would be like, oh yeah, his lips no. were unclean. Yeah, no, I'm now I'm curious about the unclean lips. I don't know about that, but okay. he did see God. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You're always Was this during his naked rant where he was in the desert and on drugs, probably? Probably. Okay. Probably. Number four, are we punished for the sins of others? Yes. Yes, we are. God punishes children for things that their fathers, grandfathers, great-grandfathers, and great-great-great-grandfathers did. I think even further than that. He is so proud of this that he repeated it four times, twice in Exodus and once each in Deuteronomy and Numbers. I thought they even said something about... Punishing future generations or yes. different people in Isaiah, even. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm and, not and, there and, yet. Okay, sorry. Yep. <laughs> Bastards don't choose to be born out of wedlock, yet according to Deuteronomy, God punishes them by excluding them from his congregation. Right. And not just them, but all of their descendants for 10 generations. It's crazy. Were you born out of wedlock? Fuck you. <laughs> according to Deuteronomy, if you fail to follow all of God's commandments, God will curse your children. Yeah. And sometimes God slaughters children for the unspecified sins of their fathers, as in Isaiah. I think that's just a nice way to put there are natural disasters that they don't know why they happen. And they're Mm -hmm. like, well, it was probably God and you deserved it. Or, yeah, probably your grandfather did something shitty. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we cannot know. Right. Um, Other examples occur in Genesis, 1st and 2nd Samuels, and 1st and 2nd Kings. But I didn't list all of them because that's enough. It it is, it is. But guess what also? Ah. You're always wrong. Am I? Deuteronomy, 2 Kings, and 2 Chronicles all state that fathers shall not be put to death for their children, and children shall not be put to death for their fathers. Well, um, there's there's some things. So a father being put to death for his child, that's like reverse um, time frame. So like that's not future generations. That's previous generations. So I guess God's okay with that. You can do something shitty, and previous generations are still okay, but the future ones might still be get bad. Now, the the son and then his children, that part I don't quite understand, because I would feel like that's still um, future generations. So, Well, it's saying that if you do something shitty, your kid can be punished, and if your kid does something shitty, you can be punished. Which, actually, that has a lot to do with... Um, a current court case, because because it says um, the fathers shall not be put to death for their children. Right. You yeah. just said that they could, though. Oh, I meant couldn't. Sorry. Got it. Yeah. Um. What's interesting is that there's a current court case where uh, one of the kids that um, brought a gun to school and killed other people okay. with it. Mm-hmm. Um. It it's the one that was like not most recent, but very recent, like within the past six months to a year. Okay. Um. He was uh, he was pulled aside by teachers for scary drawings that he had made. Okay. And he was sent to the office because um, he had a gun in his backpack, I think. Okay. Or something like that. 
and um uh the the drawings were like him of him shooting other kids and like blood everywhere Jesus. and um him like his stick figure self saying kill them all or something right and so they were like oh that's kind of scary so that's why i sent him to the office yeah and they called his parents in and the parents came in and had a little conference or whatever and then the mom texted the son i'm not mad at you just try not to get caught next time or something mm. like that i don't know how i feel and, about that but and uh uh he had made purchases for um bullets and the parents gave him like all like they were supplying him with guns and and that i'm not okay with yeah but okay in spite of mental health issues right and, right um the school asked the kid or asked the parents do you maybe want to take him home today because yeah and and the parents were like no he's fine whatever and the oh school God. was like uh, okay and they didn't check his backpack they didn't check his locker and that day he shot up the school oh wow so um, the kid definitely is being held responsible, or maybe he killed himself. I don't even remember. But now, um, there is a trial. Can the parents be held responsible? Gotcha. And gotcha. so they will be punished for what the kid did. Maybe right. They're gonna have a hard time. Um, what's really interesting is that the mom and the dad are not. Um, their cases are separate. They are not okay combined. Got it. And so they are each being represented by different legal counsel. Got it. And there's question about whether they might turn on each other. Hmm. So, so I'm really surprised that you hadn't heard about that because that's like happening like within the last week, that huh. court stuff. Yeah, no, I, I had not heard about that. So we'll see what happens if the parents will be punished for their child. Right. But that's not God punishing, though. No, you're right. That's, it's not. You no know, people punishing. So although I mean maybe God is using them <laughs> as the, a tool. Yeah, he's using the court system right, as right. a tool. Yeah. That that could be argued. I guess. I guess. Number five. Will God curse the earth? Yes. Yes. According to Isaiah, he promises to do it again. Yeah. yeah. But you're always wrong. Right. Because I mean, there's that. After the flood in Genesis, God swore he'd never curse the earth again. I just I don't hold much stock in God's promises. He doesn't in the seem Bible. to follow through. Yeah, no, they're they're kind of shit. His covenants are weak. They really are. But I mean, anytime you make a covenant and you have to cup another man's balls when you're doing it, <laughs> that automatically makes me wonder right. if you're to be trusted. Yeah. Just saying. I agree. Number six. Will everyone see the majesty of God? Your choices are yes or no. 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 The wicked will not see the majesty of God according to Isaiah. But guess what? I'm uh, I'm correct on this one. You're always wrong. Oh, fuck. Everyone will see the majesty of God according to... Oh, wait. Isaiah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> will you, won't you, will you, won't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number seven, does God ever get furious? Yes or no? Uh, yes. I mean, yes. That, I, I've seen, well, I have read, I have heard from you firsthand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He gets fucking furious. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Um, yeah, you're right. Isaiah indicates the indignation and fury of God is upon all nations and upon all their armies. So yeah, he's pissed. He is. Remember those crimson soaked uh, robes or whatever? I do. I yeah. do. He was a murdery. That fuck. indicates to me that he was pissed. He was very angry. Yeah. But guess what? Uh, I can't be. I can't be wrong on this one. Um, this one. I'm. This one. I'm so right on. Even though we just quoted Isaiah, Isaiah also quotes God as saying, "Fury is not in me." 
<laughs> but no, he there's literally points where he delights in, in, in killing people. Yeah. Like he loves this shit. Because God is created by men right. and men are murderous fucks. Right. They're right. rapey and they love slaves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so of course God is down with all that. Sure. Number eight, does God ever repent? No. You're right. No. The Lord says he will not repent in Numbers, First Samuel, and Psalms. Yeah. He says it multiple times. Right. But guess what? I'm wrong. You're always wrong. Because he shocked, does. Shocked I am. Shocked you are. Before the flood in Genesis and just after the sons of God had sex with the daughters of men, <laughs> um, God repented for having made humans. Okay. And then... After Aaron made the people dance naked around his golden calf in Exodus, <laughs> God decided to kill all of the Israelites. But Moses talked him out of it by saying, but what will the neighbors think? Right. So God repented of the evil he'd planned to do. Yeah. And then God further repented for different stuff in Deuteronomy, Judges, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, and 1 Chronicles. Interesting. And then in Isaiah, God told Hezekiah that he would die soon, but he repented after Hezekiah's prayer. So he let Hezekiah live another 15 years. He repented or he relented? See, that's what I wondered. Um, and that gets into like word choice. Like, yeah. What is the difference between repent and relent? Sure. Like to me, repent means you regret your choice. And right. so you change your mind. Sure. So no, I mean, God has definitely changed his mind. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And but has he shown, has he shown um, sorrow over his choices? Because that's how I view repentance, you know, like repenting. Well, in that case, I guess none of those were examples of repenting. Right. Because none of them were um, actual sorrow for having made a choice. Right. Because God's always right. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) According to the Bible. Right. You know. Okay. Let's just skip that one then. Sure. Okay. Because that one's too. It's questionable. I'm not sure about Questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Number nine, why did God turn the sundial back 10 degrees? Wait, this isn't a yes or no question. No, you you have two options, though. Okay, what are my two options? Well, I mean, you have to, if I give you both options, then you, I've just read you the answers. Right, but I got to choose one to be right or wrong, though, right? And I, I thought, I, I'm having trouble remembering right now, but I, it it feels like... I, I can't, I honestly can't remember. All right. Well, both answers. I vaguely answers, remember the, the thing happening. Okay. But. Both answers involve, it was a sign. But okay. what was it a sign of? This one's a fill in the blank. I'm sorry. Um, What was it a sign of? I, I am I'm at a loss here. Okay. It was either a sign he would heal Hezekiah's boil, according to Second Kings, or a sign that he would defend the city against the Assyrians, according to Isaiah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. That's so that's you interesting. can't you can't possibly answer that. I can't. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even remember that it was in both places. Yep. Let alone what it was representing. So. Yep. So he did those things. So that was the same sundial, though. I yeah. remember talking about it mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. But those two things were the same sundial and they yeah. meant two different things in two different places. Yep. Interesting. Right? That one I'm definitely wrong on because I totally didn't know either wrong. of the fucking answers. Yep. I I forgot like once I read it's a sign of I was like, "Oh yeah, I know this one." And then I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I do remember that it was a sign, right? But right. huh. Huh. All right, number 10. 
Who or what is the ransom for the righteous? Who or what is the ransom for the righteous? Who or what? If you admit that you're wrong, I'll just read you all your choices. I, I admit that I am wrong because I okay. don't recall. So sing it. Say, I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. Okay. You heard it here, guys. <laughs> okay. So here, here's I'm not. the different choices. <laughs> um, the wicked, according to Proverbs, are the ransom for the righteous. Riches, according to Proverbs, are the ransom for the righteous. Or no one and nothing, according to both Job and Isaiah. There is no ransom for the righteous. Okay. I'm and not even sure I'm following this. Do I know what this. that like, means? What is, yeah. Right. No. Okay. But it was said. So okay. that's a contradiction. So, there, there we go. There's a contradiction that I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. So, But it happened. It was that. there. There's a thing. Yep. Number 11. How many gods are there? We've covered this before. <laughs> but again, as we cover new material... I'm going to go with zero. Well, I agree with you, but that's not one of your choices. You've got one or several. If we're going with those two choices, I go with several. Okay. I, either n- none or infinity, right? Right, yeah. Nothing in between. Well, because, okay, look, I'm not going to, if there were, were gods, I'm not going to discriminate because I don't know which one's the correct one. Exactly. So I'm just going to say, you know, if I'm going to say that there could be gods, I'm, or they a god. They all have equal opportunity. They, they all, yeah, they all have equal opportunity to prove themselves. Whichever sure. one beats beats the other guys to the point then then that that guy can be god for the day yeah for the day i don't know all right so you're right according to genesis exodus deuteronomy first samuel first and second chronicles and psalms that's a lot of right they all acknowledge the existence of multiple gods that is a lot of right they don't say i am the only god who exists they say of all the gods who do exist yeah because there are many who exist right i'm the Biggest, baddest motherfucker. Sounds to me that just like on the predominance of uh, evidence here in the Bible that I am correct. However, you're always wrong. Fuck you, Isaiah. Fuck There's you, God. only one God according to Deuteronomy, 1 Kings, and Isaiah. They all indicate in multiple places that there is none else or well, things to that effect. That's what they say. Yeah, that in is those what places. they say in those places. Yeah. But I think they're always wrong. I think the whole book is wrong because I still think it's zero. Yeah, it so, is zero. There even you go. though that wasn't I one think of the I options. was correct on that one. But we are looking for contradictions in the Bible. I know. And zero was not one of the <laughs> options in the Bible. Number 12. Does God ever tire? Uh, yes, he has taken naps before, I, I recall. Yeah, yes. For, for like generations yeah even yes sometimes he he tires yes god was tired after the creation in genesis right right yeah and god is weary of people and their iniquities in isaiah he says so i mean he seems to be weary of us all the time Uh because he's always fucking pissed off and weary of us but remember how i was just talking about isaiah yeah yeah you're always wrong because isaiah also states that god never gets tired ah so he just can't make up his mind. You, you know what? We kind of commented on this as we were going through Isaiah. Yeah. How through the whole book, everything was back and forth. Yes. Like there was, you could almost write your own story out of it because there, for everything that they everything. said on one side, they said the exact opposite on the other side. Yes. And it was, you could just, you could interpret it and say what you want from it from pretty much any perspective. It my, was really dumb. My very favorite of all of the contradictions are when they fall within the same goddamn book, though. <laughs> Those are the best. Like, that's how you know 
that shit is all fucked up. Yeah. Because even the writer of one book cannot get it straight. Right. You say the writer as, a, as the, though there's yeah. only one. But, Pretend. You know, yeah. Whatever. Right. Number 13. Is God the creator of evil? Mm, depends yes. on the day, right? Yes. You're going with yes? I'm going to okay. go with yes. Yeah. Okay. Because he creates with... everything. Yeah. According yeah. to the Bible. Sure. Yeah. God brings evil to others in First and Second Kings, in Job, and in Isaiah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He he's the one who brings the evil. Yeah. To the table. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I, I'm. You're I'm, always wrong. I didn't even let you finish uh, that sentence. Yeah. No. All right. God is not the creator of evil. All right. It is said of God in Psalms, "For thou art not a god that have that hath pleasure in wickedness; neither shall evil dwell with thee." Hmm. Okay. Okay. No evil. Yeah, no None. evil. Got it. None. Except for you remember um what was it he just did? He did something that was really fucking evil. I think it was the killing of people like it yeah. was and it was I don't remember. I was trying to think of something specific, but now I can't think of it. So Well, he's an evil fuck regardless. He is an evil fuck, yeah. I, I will yeah, that is completely true. Even without examples, we right. know this. Yes. Okay, number 14. Okay. May a eunuch enter into the congregation of the Lord. According to Isaiah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Isaiah, God seemed to prefer eunuchs to everyone else, giving them a better place and an everlasting name. Right. True. But guess what? Well, I already know. I already yeah, know. The answer is no. In Leviticus and Deuteronomy, eunuchs, along with other blemished people and outcasts, are excluded from all types of religious activity. How am I supposed to believe anything from Leviticus when even Le Levites are not even like a secure thing anymore? Like I, know. I can't. Everything's everything is questionable. I know. Everything is is up once, in the air. Once the Levites became not inherited. But instead, just a position right. that anybody could uphold. Um, that is the moment when I started doubting the Bible. Right? Yeah. That's the no, moment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I agreed for a second. I was like, wait, I know. no. It was pretty much the first chapter. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we, we made it all the way to Isaiah before we, we said, hold on a second. Something's not right in this in book. In no way whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Number 15. Will the righteous flourish? Uh, again, according to Isaiah, I think so. Uh, except for and when God thinks that they're worms sometimes, maybe. But so uh, we'll, go, we'll go with yes. Okay. Well, the righteous will flourish according to Psalms, but the righteous will perish according to Isaiah. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, I thought he said that they were going to do good in Isaiah, too. Well, he also said they were going to be bad. So okay. All right. He said they're going, everybody's going to die. I mean that's true regardless. So you're all gonna die, and even even the um, righteous, and none of you get nothing. Right, right. Number sixteen. Ooh, I've asked this one before. <laughs> is it okay to use perfume? Uh, no. Correct. No, perfume is for God, not for you, according to Exodus. Unless, of course, you're Ruth. I remember in Ruth Isaiah, the daughters of Zion used perfume so god discovered their quote secret parts got it yeah okay and wearing perfume debases you right into hell according to isaiah huh okay yeah but yes of course it's okay to use perfume proverbs states that perfume rejoices the heart hmm. and esther use it oh to, esther that's yeah, right. I, yeah that's why i ignored sorry you, sorry you yeah i was wrong, wrong. Again, yeah yeah Esther used it to impress the king, and she was one of God's favorite women. Yeah. And the author of the Song of Solomon was a big fan of perfume. Mm, okay. So, All right. There you go. Yeah. 
Okay. Yep. Yes and no and yes and no. Yes and no and yes and no. <laughs> Number 17. Has there ever been a righteous person? Uh, Job. Wasn't yeah. Job a righteous so, person? Yes, yes. So, Noah yeah. was called righteous in Genesis. David was called righteous in 2 Samuel. And God speaks of the righteous in general in Psalms, Proverbs, and Isaiah. But right. yeah, I didn't mention Job, but yeah, he was also called righteous. Yeah, yeah. So, but guess what? What? No, you're <laughs> always wrong. Why can't I ever be right? Since childbirth is a dirty process that involves women how could any of us be clean mm. or righteous okay All we right. can't and we aren't job and isaiah both remind us that we are all unclean unrighteous filthy rags i see yeah i see yeah even well, that, though that's a shame even though job was a righteous man right so yeah but yeah. he does remind us that we fucking suck Okay. I I love it when people remind me that I suck. You know, that's yeah. such a that's such a great way to start off a conversation with somebody. Hey, by the way, just a reminder, he, you suck. You are a worm and you are equivalent to menstrual blood. Anyway, yeah. go on. And if you, what, what did you want to talk about? If you don't <laughs> bow down before this invisible deity, then you are even more shit. You're so. you're already covered in dookie. Right. But no, please go on. What did you want to talk about? <laughs> Like, I I think I should use that. Like, if we run into Christians that knock on our door again or something, I yeah. think I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. It's just that you're covered in sin. <laughs> I only talk to righteous folk. And you are basically equivalent to a menstrual rag. Right. And I'm just quoting the Bible. I'm very sorry. Right. Have a nice whatever. Yeah. Hope that afterlife treats you well. <laughs> but it probably won't because according to... Job and Isaiah, none of us are going to heaven. So right. fuck off. Right. Okay, number 18. Does God desire animal sacrifices? No. No. That is right. No. The book of Psalms is the first book of the Bible to claim that God does not desire animal sacrifices. And some prophets like Isaiah make the same claim. Yeah. But guess what? I know. The final time I'm going to say this, this episode. Yeah. You're always wrong. Ah, I had to make it big because it's the final. It's the final. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Okay. God's love for animal sacrifice is shown early in the Bible. Cain offers God his fruit while Abel kills his firstborn sheep and offers their dead bodies and fat to God. Yeah. God have respect for Abel's sacrifice, but not for Cain's. Mm -hmm. The first thing that Noah did after the flood was build an altar and sacrifice clean beasts and fowls to God. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. He Ooh. loved that smell, remember? He loved the smell of yeah. stuff. He loved yeah. to sniff things. Yeah. God promised Abraham... That he would inherit all of the land from Egypt to the Euphrates River. When Abraham asked God for a sign, God told him to kill a three-year-old heifer and a three-year-old ram, along with a turtle dove and a young pigeon. Mm. Abraham did as he was told, and that evening, God lit the whole bloody mess on fire. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, finally, God commanded the Israelites to build an altar for animal sacrifices. He then gave the Israelites dozens of commandments, telling them in great detail oh, it was. what animals he wanted them to kill for him and how he wanted them killed and burned for a sweet savor unto the Lord. Yeah, don't forget that long lobe of the liver. Exactly. I mean, you and, gotta, 
You got to do it right. Mm-hmm. And you got to do it on the right side of the tent. Too. Yeah, yeah. Spot of that blood in the correct places. Yes. The rituals involved things like wiping blood on the thumbs and big toes of the priests. Yeah. Sprinkling blood on the people, burning fat, and pouring blood on the altar. Yeah. Those good times. That was had so by all. pagan. Yummy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so that is it for You're Always Wrong. All right. And we are out of here. That's Isaiah. That's Isaiah, bitches. We are fucking done. I know. I couldn't. I couldn't get out of here fast enough. I'm like, we're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to everybody mm-hmm. who has made it to here with us tonight. Yep. Today. Today. This, tonight. This, this now. episode. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on finishing a really fucking long book of Isaiah. It, yeah. And not that great. Yes. So. Yes. Congrats. You did it. You did, we it. did it. We did it. Yeah. Uh, I'm so proud of us. We all did it together. I'm really proud of us. Honestly. I am too. Yeah. We're getting right through this. We are. So uh, I'll be getting out the weekly wrap up here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, tomorrow we will be back with Jeremiah chapter one. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. <laughs>